We should be fine. We are live, by the way. Hello! Welcome to Beast Fables, a wonderful show about a bat and a toad exploring the bristly woods. We follow these lovely beasts and their adventures in a world that is a lot smaller or a lot bigger than our own. I am Brian Tyrrell. I use he, him pronouns, and I am the uh, narrator of this story. We are using the system Adventures on a Dime to play this game. I'm just scrolling down so that everyone at home can see our lovely little beastie friends. I'm going to shift them. I can't shift them. I was <laughs> going to shift them into frame view constantly. You can see, you can see a pipistrelle bouncing up and down. Hello. It's going <laughs> to travel all the way up to the map. There we go. The jump onto the map. So. Uh, we're using the system Adventures on a Dime, which is a super simple uh, role-playing game, really. Uh, it uses simple stats, it just uses very, very basic jobs, and it allows us to explore this world of animals and mystery uh, really easily. Uh, I wrote it, and uh, I published it under my imprint Dungeons on a Dime, so you can check it out. All the rules are free to download with a free character sheet, as well as character sheets on Roll20. Um, if you just go to Dungeons on a Dime um, or doad.co.uk and I just had to flick a shield bug off of my leg. I don't know how it got there, but it was on my leg and it was just saying hello. Yeah. And yep. It was a spy from the Bristly Woods. Mm -hmm. Probs. I'm going to put that in the world building document. Anyway, yes. um, I am joined by two fantastic players today, Ver and Atlanta. First, we're going to introduce ourselves with Ver. I've heard that you've got some really cool news to tell us. Could you tell us who you are, how you are, and what you are? I can certainly do those things, Brian. Uh, my name is Ver. Uh, I use they, them pronouns. I am a, uh, let's see, how I am. I am good, pretty chill, feel nice. Uh, what I am is quite excited uh, to play uh, as Balthazar of Blueberry Pond, a courageous toad knight. I'm also uh, excited, slightly belatedly, uh, uh, with an announcement that I have. Uh, unfortunately, mm -hmm. because we missed last week's game, um, it's it's a little belated, uh, but last Wednesday, uh, my uh, issue of uh, Jim Henson's The Storyteller what? hit uh, comic, uh, comic shops uh, in the US, UK, and other places that ah! <laughs> distribute uh, by a diamond, mostly. Uh, and uh, what with Diamond being the distributor, I don't know what the availability still might be. However, if you have a chance to support your uh, local comic store and would like to pick up a uh, story pertaining to Slavic mythology uh, and the mythos of um, uh, mythos of uh, uh, a little bit about death and a little bit about life, uh, I would perhaps recommend my own story. Uh, Jim Henson's The Storyteller, uh, Ghosts, Issue 4, the promise uh, available, if not uh, in your comic store, uh, presumably still available online to order. Um, and uh, yeah, if you have a chance, uh, you can check it out. Uh, I would be happy if you did. That uh, is so cool. It is it's the most pretty cool. neat. It's been in the works since like literally last year when they contacted me contacted me about it. So I'm just oh. like, well, yeah, it's finally out. Woof. 
because uh, we we practically wrapped up work on it in like April, but then there was like lettering and printing and stuff. So um, it's to just be kind fair, of cool though, that from it's like out. April to printed, that's not a long turnaround. Well, it's a floppy, so plus it's. Uh, <laughs> I've thought of a floppy disk. I was like, that is an interesting format for comics. <laughs> uh, very yeah, very retro. Uh, no, no, it's a it's a floppy comic, so they're. Um, it is uh <laughs> like it is a you know publishing house so they can expedite this yeah. the process pretty well uh nonetheless uh oh i will say that if you don't have a chance to pick up this particular issue there will be a uh like because there's four if i'm not mistaken four issues total uh that came out during this year uh there is a collected edition that will be coming out i think at the end of the year uh, oh. that will feature all of this of the stories that were uh published including some little extra information from us the creators uh i don't think i mentioned that i wrote and illustrated that comic uh so there is a little extra like uh um process uh pictures like you can see what my pencils look like i get to comment a little bit about the story um like why i chose it and uh who what and how i am also in that little collection uh at a little bit more length than i did earlier today or earlier this here is rather so cool also we love a trade I love, I love trade. Oh, I, yes, so I usually, stuff. like, I'll yeah. see a cool, uh, there's, oh, yeah, there's a few really cool series that are coming out right now, and I'm just, like, I'm just, like, waiting for the big trade uh, yeah, 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 yeah. collection of it, because uh, I just, like, I just, like, having, like, a big old book rather mm -hmm. than just a little, like, magazine-esque uh, floppy comic. I mean, like, uh, everyone, so, yeah. I think at this point, everyone has heard of Saga um, in yeah. terms of comics, and I know that they do floppies, like, soft uh, issues, but I don't know why you would get them because there's just so much art. It's like you want to keep it perfect to preserve while also be able to read it as well. I love trades. Trades are my my stand. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely there for it as well. In any case, I've, I have taken already co uh, I've taken up quite a bit of time already with my intro and news. Um, so thank you for letting me talk about it at length. Uh, however, I will no wrap problem. up there. Oh my god, I'm so 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 happy. Also, that's really cool. Love me some Slavic mythology. Love me some beautiful art. Oh, <laughs> but we also have a second amazing guest with us today. Hello to Atlanta. Could you please say hello and introduce yourself? Hello, it's me, Atlanta, again. Uh, still here. Back still at human. you with the pipistrelle. Back at me with sort of a bat, sort of a human. I'm kind of somewhere in between these days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love I am a metamorphosis. I am, in fact, becoming Batman. You should all be worried. Um, but I think you make I, a good Batman. I think I would make up a good Batman too. But we're getting off topic. Uh, I have nothing to plug, sadly, because uh, yay, things happened and I lost all my work this year. But uh, I'm doing the summary for the game that we played, not last week, but the week prior to that, because we missed last week because of mental health reasons. Yes. Um, chapter uh, five. Chapter five. Uh, and we started chapter five. Uh, uh, having escaped the owl in the terrifying village uh, of, and having a little moment to rest, uh, recuperate, uh, and generally spruce ourselves up a little bit before deciding to head across the meadow to get to Willow Moot. Um, we set out from the woods and started walking through a lot of very tall grass, following some paths, uh, and there was many a distraction that we could have followed, uh, including 
coming across a camp that looked like it had been abandoned, possibly, at least Pip thought possibly uh, inhabited by badgers at one point because the tents were quite big, or at least a little bit bigger than uh, your average toad and or bat. Mm. Um, uh, there was a very interesting looking backpack, which I really resisted <laughs> picking up and taking because... I really wanted to take that backpack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but as we were leaving the camp, we also heard a strange noise coming from over yonder, which we didn't understand. It didn't sound like anyone in distress, but was n- nonetheless intriguing. But again, we we decided not to investigate uh, and carry it on towards Willowmoot. And as we were walking up the path, we met an otter kind of i say met an otter uh there was an otter who was walking past us who gave uh balthazar a funny look as though uh, they may have <laughs> recognized balthazar and pip being the precocious and incredibly nosy little thing that she was uh decided to go and bother the otter <laughs> <laughs> i want animatics of our entire show that's just yep. little yeah yeah, and that so we had we had an, uh, Pip getting incredibly embarrassed by going and talking to this otter who really didn't know anything and maybe was just passing. But you know she is just there. He is, uh, <laughs> like she, but just being generally herself. Uh, but we carried on anyway after the embarrassing interlude. Oh, Pip also made Balthazar a hat. That was a very important detail that was that was, cannot be overlooked. Yes, he currently has a very handsome straw boater hat, doesn't Does. he? And he looks very good in it, and it's mm-hmm. very handsome. Very handsome, keeping the. Well, I will, I will, I will person. say that. Um, mm. uh, Balthy made a very interestingly shaped hat, and Pip uh, <laughs> helped to reconstruct it into a usable format. He Balthazar made art. He did make Pip art. Pip made it into a functional item. Yeah, Balthazar made the impression of a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he looked inwards and with his third eye saw the Ur boater hat and mm. in its image he crafted his own interpretation he's yeah. not very good at it but by god he tried exactly I and mean is anyone ever really good at art oh I think that I think we all know the answer to that and the answer to that is no <laughs> um, the answer is yes, yes. So, the, answer, the answer is both yes and no um <laughs> But we we had a we had a, a fun little interlude with uh, Pip making Balthazar a hat, and then we carried on to Willowmoot. And upon arriving at Willowmoot, we uh, find the uh, it is a willow tree, isn't it? it is like yeah, of course it is. <laughs> uh, we find uh, the main structure of Willowmoot, the willow tree, being half burnt down. Uh, half of the houses have been destroyed. On one side, the other half is still there. Um, so we have a little look around, we find an inn, we go inside, we talk to a quite friendly hedgehog mm. innkeeper uh, who... I will retroactively clarify, ah. I feel like neither of you have been to an inn before, because no. Pipistrel lived at home, and so might have yes. been to places to eat, but not necessarily to an inn to stay at, and Balthazar yeah. has only ever lived at the, the toad log of yes. uh, Blueberry Pond. So I wouldn't say it's an inn. It's much oh, more like a, a bunkhouse with a meeting room, like oh, a okay. hostel. Sorry, yeah, that, that's the yeah, vibe okay. that I was okay, mis- like not giving but tried to give. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Sorry, my bad. Um, so yeah, we we arrive at the sort of general, uh, sort of meeting, uh, meeting lodge house place uh, in Willowmoot. We speak to the, uh, to the hedgehog inside, 
she very kindly kindly gives us uh, sort of bed and board uh, for the night. Uh, but we are also offered what can only really be described as uh, side quests. Uh, one of which is to take the belongings of a badger back to uh, Odok, uh, a badger who unfortunately uh, was. I don't know if they. I, they, they, I, don't know I, if they I died think in, they perished. In they die the in the fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. So they died, uh, a badger who died in the fire, who is the uh, child of one of the badgers of Odok. Um, and the other was to investigate the strange machine that the rats have been making, which was the sound that we heard while we were in uh, in the meadow. Uh, the strange the strange sort of mechanical whirring that we didn't understand. Uh, and the hedgehog seems none too keen to have that machine back near Willow Moot. Um, but would could be uh, an intriguing an intriguing thing to explore and i and i think uh, i believe we left off last week having had uh, a little chat between pip and balthazar about things that they liked and how much they both like dancing and hmm. i think that's and then and then a nice little a nice little sleep uh before we decide what we do today i guess we also had a tiny uh odok fact which i feel like oh, is the theme i want to do every week but we had an <laughs> odok odok fact from pipistrel that frogs uh, like to catch small fish to sell to bigger animals, and they uh, they're jovial, laughy, and enjoy parties, which is how you got onto the conversation of the dancing. Uh-huh. Indeed, we did. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, if I can control the general vibe of the plas, uh, you awaken both of you, to a warm yellow light creaking in underneath and above and to the sides of the wooden door that uh, shelters you inside of your your little bunk bed nook. The the room is very thin, uh, not dusty, but also very bare. Uh, the, The bunk beds themselves have no straw on them, they're simply slats of wood. And sleeping in your travel clothes, um, with your with your uh, bags for backpacks, you were tired when you went to bed, having not slept for an entire day, having run from the owls or the owl uh, in uh, Mushroot, and then walked all day to Willowmoot. Um, you fell asleep very soundly, but now awake, stiff and sore, and having to move yourself uh, creakily. But you are awake and you have gained the benefits of a full rest of a whole rest you have slept you've eaten you've had water um and so all of your dice are reset back to their bases hooray we were a uh, pretty damn knackered like my vigor i'm a you know balthazar's vigorous boy but his dice was down to a 1d4 which is as good as his intellect or his uh, mm. cunning, which is not very good. <laughs> 1d4 is also the lowest that a, a stat can go, so it's a yeah. pretty mm-hmm. dire scenario. For a robust boy who's supposed to be decent at uh, at being energetic and strong. Yeah. Well, you know, he, I mean, he did the majority of the fighting with the owl, to be honest. <laughs> and he did very well. And as a reminder, we had a little review of the last scene that we played through, and we established that, Balthazar, your uh, disposition 
is virtuous. You like to take a step back, think about a scenario, and because of that, you have reinforced that disposition, that bearing, and you've gained the benefit that this uh, game, for the next scene, you have a point. You can strike that out, and you can make sure that someone else, probably Pipistrelle, automatically succeeds at an action they're doing, no matter what they roll. Yes, or um, an ad like a adversary, quote unquote. Can uh, I can choose if they fail? So yeah, if someone uh, yeah um, does something, um, maybe I can guarantee that they don't get away with it. Yes, oh, yeah. and that will represent a sort of uh, will have you give a little sentence of description as to how you might have prepared, say, Pipistrelle to leap out of harm's way or taught her a trick on the road while you were walking. We'll build that in. But it's sort of yeah, like the, uh, your helpful uh, presence yes. has reinforced your <laughs> friends. And uh, Pipistrelle, you moved from vice, this idea of instantaneous action, gratuitous reward, delving into the mysteries of the world, to neutral, realising mm -hmm. that maybe it's good to take a step back every now and then and weigh your options. You don't have a benefit, but your disposition has changed. It has indeed. So, um, you awake to the, the, the kind of the... It's cool air... But it's that kind of day where it's you can tell it's already blue skies. You don't even have to look out of the window that you don't have. Um, you just know inherently it's blue skies and it's going to be a scorcher today. Oof. Oh, uh, well, Balthazar oh, no. will uh, pat around on the ground to, to already put his boater hat on um, mm. as as early as as soon as his eyes are open. Got to protect that... Uh, sensitive toad skin. I feel like maybe you had the boater hat on your face while you slept. Oh, yeah. yes. Honestly, yeah. Because his face, you know, his head and face are so round. Uh, I think he had like a little kind of string going underneath his chin to keep it strapped. So maybe mm -hmm. he just even slept in the hat. It's very He's... possible. He would. He really likes it. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Such a sweet boy. Uh, so yeah, uh, Balthazar will wake up, uh, make sure that his uh, wonderful hat is intact, uh, and he's going to, because he's on the lower bunk, if I'm not mistaken, so he's just kind of going to roll off the side. Yeah, uh, I feel it's because he couldn't make it to the top bunk. Like, he, yeah, I, if he I'm wanted to sure try, that, it would have been very difficult. That vigor, that hijinks on the vigor was for him trying to get to the top bunk, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my gosh, he, he couldn't reach it because of his legs. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I rolled for it, just like for, you know, for a laugh for and just really, really uh, uh, beefed it. So uh, yeah, he's he kind of just rolls off of the side and you know hop hop on his feet, uh, and he's gonna because he's a little stiff and sore from the ongoings of the last very very long day that we had. Um, he's just kind of gonna start uh, stretching and um, doing like squats and mm. uh, making sure that he uh, can get some of that soreness out of his muscles and be uh, good to go. Um, okay, I'd like you to make a a vigor roll for me. <laughs> All right. For your wow, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was. Oh, that's interesting. So I was asking you to roll vigor because um, I wanted to see if your diligence won through and if you were able to loosen up your muscles and and just generally get an advantage on the day. I'm gonna say with a high jinx. You think I think you've pulled something? Oh no. <laughs> 
like not today, but yesterday, you you taxed yourself carrying Pipistrol through the forest away from the owl. You pushed well, yourself too hard. Well, he does have hard. really massive bruising from yeah. so when I feel the like owl maybe... struck and destroyed his armor a little bit. Mm. I think so maybe, maybe you just... can't wear your armor today. Like it's you try to put the breastplate on, and it's actually just it's just chafing and pushing at the bruising too much that it's really painful. Yeah. Okay, he's gonna um. He's gonna be really sad, he, more than more so than like, oh, I don't have the protection. He's just sad because the armor is quite important to him. Mm. So uh, he frowns and um, is gonna like bundle it up in the like hammock that he uses as a, a knapsack, mm -hmm. uh, and he's just gonna be carrying it around with him. He doesn't want to leave it here because the. Hedgehog innkeeper had mentioned that um, they're not responsible if anyone like steals their stuff. <laughs> uh, so he's a little wary. You know, he he heard it. He may have yeah. a one d four in cunning, but he understands when she says that. It's a little shady here, maybe yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I feel like um, he'd be the kind of person who would look at someone and go, "Hello, my name is Balthazar. Please don't steal my stuff." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so he's gonna, like, uh, realizing that he can't wear his armor, he's going to start trying as quietly as he can, uh, put it, uh, kind of bundle it up into the knapsack. Like, he's probably going, the stuff that he had in his knapsack, he's gonna, like, put on the interior of the armor, so to say. Like, yeah. as a, the armor's gonna be, like, a protective shell around. Yeah, like, it's gonna be a protective else. shell, and it's also forming, like, a good base of, like, say, like, the air quotes pack. So it's got, like, yeah. the rounded base, so you can, you can organize things. Yeah, so, so he's uh, gonna organize stuff, and he's just gonna be in his uh, lovely padding, which, uh, if I'm not miss, wait, I can't remember. Oh no, in, in this week's picture, he has uh, he has. He's his wearing armor his padded on. doublet. Mm -hmm. In this, uh, in this one? No, no. So in this one, he. So, sorry, I'm thinking last week's last time I had my picture as a preview, he was wearing that little padded doublet. Mm. Um, so he basically has that underneath. No, but he uh, is. He's also he's... wearing it in this week's. As well. No, he's wearing his full armor. He is wearing his armor oh. in this one. In this next one with the uh, berries. Yeah, he has his full armor on. So. Because I, uh, I had two pictures of them cooking and eating, and uh, one of them very he's cool. in his padding, the other one he's in armor. But in any case, uh, yeah, he's he's in the padding and um, and packing up. And that's that's Balthazar for the morning because I've been at it for a while <laughs> with with Balthy <laughs> here doing pretty much nothing. Yeah. Having a stretch, whole thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, I was looking at the um, the camp one, which I put up on Twitter. Yeah. Anyhow. Padding. Uh, and Pipistro, what are you up to? <laughs> uh, I think probably hearing, uh, because how could you not, hearing Balthy like, get, getting up and stretching and then going like, oof, as he pulls something. <laughs> Mm. Full thing. Uh, I think Pip is like lying in the bunk, uh, kind of using her using her messenger bag as a as a pillow, um, but is like kind of sleepy still. Like she's she's a she's not a particularly good riser. Um, mm. You're getting slowly used to the the mornings as well. Yeah. Your your sleep cycle is very much swapping. A little bit. So she's like it's she's jet still lag. You're now yeah. like you're you're at day three of jet lag. You've done the all nighter. You've slept through, and now you're kind of you're actually starting to be accustomed to like the morning and evening. Though it still feels you're really weird to be getting up. Exactly. So Pip is still obviously learning how to be a uh, uh, not a not what's I forgot what the, the word for the diurnal. Di is it diurnal? Di diurnal. 
diurnal, diurnal uh, creature. So nocturnal yeah, and diurnal. Yeah, mm. so a creature who is awake during the day, but mm. she will sort of roll over and sort of grunt a little bit as she's lying, you know, stretch, uh, and reach out to put her flight suit back on. Um, mm. But also, um, actually, no. Before she does that, I think what she'll do is she'll check check her wing and see if it needs more poulticing and mm. or uh, bandaging before she puts her flight suit back on. Okay, uh, you're being diligent. You're checking your wounds. Uh, I'd like you to make a vigor check for me. Yes. Haha! Ooh, a critical success. We're getting a real scale of things here. So, uh, critical success. You do better than expected. The narrator describes how things go in your favor. So, um, I'm going to say that giving it a day of rest, applying the poultice last night, you take it off. You are noticing that the the wound is now scabbed over again Mm -hmm. from where it opened up before. Um, And you very carefully wash it with a little bit of water that you've got in your pack and then reapply some new fresh poultice from the pot that was given to you by the the, the badger nurse in Bramble Dam um, and rebandage it and you feel very confident um, with the, the the wound. You also stretch your wing a little bit. It doesn't feel as as taut as it did before where like if you stretched it, it got to a point where you're like, oh, I don't want to go any further. It feels like it's going to rip. Instead, mm-hmm. you're able to fully extend it and it doesn't feel so so gummy. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that's that is an encouraging development. It's a good feeling. Okay. You still aren't sure if you want to fly on it, but it's a good feeling. No. Okay. Well, that 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 is encouraging. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, so, what do you guys do? Oh, I think the first thing that Pip would do would be to kind of lean out from the bunk, having sort of checked her wing and sort of grabbing her flight suit and uh, say, "Good morning, Balthazar." Good morning. You. Oh. You look very well rested, and we're just stretching your wing. Is, is it feeling better now? Uh, she sort of she looks down at her wing and, is, and uh, sort of shifts it a little bit and says, "It's it. it we're getting there. It certainly it doesn't feel like it's going to rip anymore, and it doesn't hurt as much now when I move it. So I assume that that is a good sign. Um, I, it's not. I can't. Not ready to fly on it yet. I think it needs more time to strengthen and heal, but nearly. Oh. And Brothers looks just a little like. Not like sad or crestfallen necessarily, but just like, just maybe just a tiny bit disappointed because he says, "Oh well, what I'm very excited for when you're you'll be ready to fly again. I would I would quite like to see that." Oh, she's she smiles and she's like, it, "It'll be. I'm sure it will be. It will be soon enough. But best not to best not to push it too too early, I suppose, because I don't want to do any more Indeed. damage." And she sort of she sort of. Doesn't grimace a little bit, but she sort of uh, she's sort of like mm, cause she she thinks about Iona and how angry Iona would be if <laughs> if Pip damaged her wing again. <laughs> she just astral project yep. into this inn and you have a vision quest. you into the corner <laughs> of the earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah, um, I love it. Well, well, it, Pip, like you would notice that Balthazar has been, or you've been hearing him. Uh, kind of rummaging about and he's not wearing his armor. He's in his padding mm. but he seems kind of ready to go. <laughs> I feel like Balthazar, like because you guys, it's a very small cramped space. It's not a not a luxurious room, uh, even mm. by standards. Sweet. Um, and so like you've been doing some squats and Pippa, so you kind of glanced over and noticed that like uh, Balthazar gets so far down and goes and it's not a croak See, that imagine, a toad normally makes. <laughs> actually, I imagine because toads, when they 
croak, they actually make this really, really cute squeaking noise. Mm. So he yeah. squatted and just made like a squeaky toy nose. A oh noise. god! Like, it oh, sounds hey. like you're like you're a um a a, a, a rusty hinge. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Like you catch like and it's... you're like. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <gasps> despite himself, he's just making the. Yeah, making but he's not acknowledging it at all. No, 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 no. And because it's just like it's you know it's. General I am a knight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think Pip, oh, would, I, would notice like I wrote a oh. list today, but I didn't do it. Oh, thanks to Roll Twenty for sponsoring the show. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about how I always do this. You mentioned them before, but they've got fantastic character sheets. Uh, we've got a character sheet that I had commissioned for the Adventures of the Time system now showing on the screen, where people are rolling the dice, you've seen an action, you've seen people get critical successes, critical failures, we've got a whole range of stuff going on. You can write jobs and stuff. Yeah, roll 20. They're great. It's great. Love them. Thanks. <laughs> Back Thank to the you, show. Thank you, merciful roll 20 overlords. One day we will actually do all this properly. We promise. Yeah. Well, I wrote a list. I wrote a list of stuff I wanted to go through. I'll make sure that I... I start by shouting, hello, welcome to World 20. Also Beast Fables. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Also Beast Fables. Yay. Yeah. But then things changed. Yeah. <laughs> things changed when, the, no, I'm not going to say when the World 20 Nation attacked. Anyway. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, on to track. What are your plans for the day? You you squeak, you ache, you feel sad, you feel happy. Um, <laughs> well, both of us are... Uh, well, I think Balthazar would propose that uh, for us to go get a nice meal. Um, if that's actually possible, because like, we don't have money money, but maybe we can... I feel like, I feel like oh, they it would be... Oh, they don't have meals here, she told us. Oh, yeah, there's no mm. food. Like, that we might be go. the thing that Balthazar... Oh, we should get some food. And then you realize, oh, they, they don't do food here. Because your first instinct living at, say, the Toad Log or at Bramble Dam would be, oh, let's go to the mess hall where food is provided for us. It's always, yeah. always a collaborative effort. Yeah, he doesn't know where to get food from if someone doesn't give it to him. He's like mm -hmm. a dog. Uh, I guess... Uh, I think Pip would probably sort of say, like, uh, I suppose what we're going to have to do is... Uh, uh, Balthazar, I think we're going to have to go and find some breakfast somewhere you know like go hunting or fishing or something uh, uh balthazar uh considers this extremely new course of food acquiring action and uh nods vigorously uh and says uh, yes yes um i'm sure if we put our minds to it we will manage to find a a most wonderful breakfast for ourselves well, let's see what willowmood has to offer your mind does drift to the candied aphids and slug jam that are in your respective packs, Pippistrel and Balthazar. And like any mm. kid, it's lovely to eat sweets for breakfast, mm -hmm. but you know that like <laughs> later in the day you'll crash and also they're never quite filling. So exactly. finding food is a good idea. Uh, I, I reckon um, if there are sort of uh, long grasses nearby, we could go and try and find some little bugs and aphids and things to snack on good source yeah. of protein uh what if um actually uh uh, uh th this is like slightly meta talk right now before our characters maybe will consider mm -hmm. it but we 
so Balthazar is quite interested in the rat engineers that we saw staying here. Uh, the hedgehog even gave us a room, I think like 40-something, Yeah. that they're in. You remember and, the room uh, number, I don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's room 43. Um, so, because uh, we found out that the, presumably, I think Chief Engineer Grumble mm. um, is grumbly or sad because they seem to have had lost this contraption that they created and we heard it last last the previous day so maybe mm -hmm. we can help them find it but because we'd have to venture out into the meadows beyond Willowmoot, we could maybe two birds one stone uh which was this like two two birds one murder in this world <laughs> um maybe we can go get breakfast but also look for this contraption i feel like that toads toads would have like two bugs one tongue Oh, yes. Yeah, one slurp. One slurp. Ooh, love it. <laughs> well, okay. two bugs, one slurp, as they say. Who says that? <laughs> toads! Everybody! Toads! I think Pip would just be like, sure. <laughs> uh, is that, I mean, I, I mean I, I've never... You know what? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good idea, Balthazar. Uh, two... Uh, bugs. Two bugs, one slurp. Slurp. She sort of she nods, looks confused, and then says, "Um, well, let's, well, let's go and find these rats then, and uh, maybe we'll find some breakfast on the way. Maybe there is a somewhere where we can find some some aphids, uh, and make 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 a nice hearty breakfast." Indeed. Uh, so Balthazar's gonna like walk out and uh. Just walk in a because I imagine there's like a hallway. He's just gonna choose a direction, not knowing if it's the right one. <laughs> uh, so uh, whether he stumbles on a staircase to go to the presumably fourth level, I just kind of assume that a room forty something is like fourth mm. level room three. Um, well, it was room. I think it was. Uh, we'll say like room seven on the fourth floor. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you can so tell because you can look at the format of the door plates, uh, and there are there are small thin wooden plates on each door that are stained a, a dark dark red and then painted with like all like chalked the numbers are kind of like like hmm. the the numbers are carved and then it's been like uh highlighted with chalk um which hmm. then have like the formats so you're on like one six and then you can look over and there's one seven on the other side and one five you're like ah oh, and there must be floors and so you're able to easily find the room if you'd like yes i would i would like to uh, of course, like, you know, making sure that Pip's with me because I don't want to leave her in her room. In our room. Uh, I would like to go uh, to to where the rat engineers are staying. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So, you um, uh, up the creaky stairs. Um, three floors, which after, like, knowing that you're a little bit creaky, you get to the top and you're like, oh, stairs! Wonderful inventions! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, uh, um, I know, because the toad stumps would have stairs, so he's just like, uh, well, these stairs are much bigger than, uh, bigger strides than what I'm used to, but uh, it's oh, a good yeah. way to wake up. that's something else. It's like a toddler mm. going upstairs. Like, each one is like oh. a squat. You have to be like, because they're built for creatures that are a bit bigger than you. Yeah, he, yeah. well, he's quite happy he's not wearing his armor after all mm. yeah. in the state that he's in. A blessing in disguise. Indeed. 
so yeah, he uh, gets his leg day on uh, early in the morning, and hopefully makes it to floor four to the to the rats. Mm. So uh, you do. You go to the door that is marked four seven, and you are outside of it. You uh, don't hit anything on the other side of the door. Uh, I seems- knock. <laughs> It's like a do-do-do, like with his powerful oh. little fist. Ooh, it's very authoritative. Um, well, yeah, because he's a knight. Yeah. He's here um, to quest. He, oh, I say he, um, so you knock, and you hear on the other side of the door, muffled, um, hello, what is it? Uh, hello. Uh, would this perhaps be the room? And then as you, that... like, as you're saying, the door opens and goes. The kind of this tall, um, thin rat with a a tail curled around, cur- curling round, and then kind of shy between one leg, looks down and goes, "Yes, hello. What? Uh, who, who are you?" Uh, uh, hi, um... Remy from Ratatouille, I guess, <laughs> French rat. <laughs> Um, uh, Balthazar says, Oh, I am Balthazar of Blueberry Pond, and this is Pipistrel, a messenger of Odok. Um, uh, would you perhaps be Grumble, one of the rat engineers that uh, we hear are, are staying in this area? First of all, I'm not trying a French accent. I'm trying a <laughs> But, okay. I, I I'm not offending words. anybody apart from myself. <laughs> Uh. I love him. So the rat um, looks down and they, they look at you and says, eh, it's pronounced Grimble. But yes, please, uh, uh, do do come in. Um, uh, uh, it's a little messy in here. And Grimble directs you into the room, uh, which is much larger than uh, any of yours. It is maybe 10 oh, paces sweet. wide. Very... <laughs> Ten long square room. There are uh, a few beds here, um, which are much nicer than yours. They have mattresses as well. And there are um, desks here. Uh, In fact, there's also a window letting in some of the morning light. Uh, The corridor that you walked down also had um, windows as well. Uh, But here, the room has its own window with shutters that open, letting in a lovely beam of golden light. It's maybe seven in the morning right now. Um, there are no other, uh, creatures, beasts in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a distinct smell of, that we would know as oil, but you guys haven't smelt something like this before. It's, it's tangy and metallic, but not like blood. Um, it's got mm. that sort of pungent, slick smell that oil and petrol does. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's also the distinct smell of coal, and you see in a corner of the room, uh, there are sacks of coal spilling out over um, onto the ground. Um, and you uh, notice that as you step round, the there is like a very thin layer of coal dust on everything you you kind of you you look at. Interesting. Okay. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, yeah. Please do uh, sit down uh, wherever you you would like. Um, uh, there is a chair, yes, and, um, Grimble pulls out one chair that is 
sized uh, probably maybe for um, hedgehogs and rats and much larger creatures and goes, oh, that, uh, that won't do, um, and shoves it back under a, a desk and instead pulls out two uh, footstools and kind of puts them down and goes, uh, yes, uh, please sit. Uh, how, how may uh, the, the Guild of Craft Paws help you? Are you from uh, the Legion? I've not recognized uh, a crest of that before. Uh, looking down at the, I'm gonna presume you've got like blueberries stitched into your yeah tabard yeah yeah well. it's like super cute <gasps> yeah oh, yes. uh yeah um, uh, Balthazar kind of uh, inclines his head and then sees that they are looking down at this uh at the blueberry crest and he says oh I, oh I I understand that some uh, uh, toads are are indeed serving the legion uh, I, I myself uh, have traveled all the way from Blueberry Pond over Loch Katrine. I'm uh, escorting the, the fine Pipistrel back to her home in, in Odok. Um, we do not come on uh, uh, on any official business uh, other than we hear that uh, you perhaps were in possession of some contraption that had um, been uh, lost or taken. And uh, on our way here, in fact, we had... Uh, very likely uh, seen signs of and, and heard this odd contraption. Um, we wanted to, to volunteer our help in, in perhaps locating it. We, we will be setting out uh, around Willowmoot to um, acquire some, some uh, provisions, uh, so we would be happy to keep an eye out if you could tell us a little more about this, uh, this strange gadget that, that perhaps you're seeking. Um, Grimble blinks little at this on uh, this uh, assault of information, this wave <laughs> after wave of... And he goes, uh, uh, please... Well, if I have to be stuck here, you might as well sit down as well. Please take a seat. Um, blueberry ponds, you say? Uh, well, um... Uh, and, and the rat goes over to um, a chart on the wall, which you see is several large pieces of, of, of uh, bark parchment with maps on, and there are many uh, small symbols marked and all sorts of information. And um, you notice that uh, one long foreclaw goes to Locatrine and scans around and says, I, I, I do not know where this blueberry pond it is, not on the uh, my map or the maps. Uh, could you point it out for me? <laughs> well, you can, because uh, you have a map, and you have marked Blueberry Pond on it. You know where you've come from, and you know what the general area looks like. Okay, yeah, he's going to, uh, like, he's gonna, if there, does, do they have Lala's Dock on mm. the map? Uh, Lala's Dock is on the map, they have Bullock Bay, they have Bramble Dam, um, but interestingly, they do not have Blueberry Pond. Well, that, that seems, that's very odd, I suppose the cartographers must have made some mistake. Uh, uh, yeah, Balthazar will kind of put, like, a, uh, like, his pointer finger and his pinky between, like, Lala's Dock and Bullock Bay, and then kind mm. of, like, move, you know, like, like a, oh, what do you call it? Compass. Uh, no, no, not a compass. Uh, oh, I forget the name. Uh, it's, like, a thing to measure maps. Um, in any case, uh, he's going to, like, a drawn arc anchoring his hand on his pinky, like, to be able to more or less... I think that is a compass. compass. Like, it's two sticks no, and one of them's pointed. Mm, no, a compass is, like, what you use to point north, right? Oh, no, they're both. Is... They're both words like that. So a compass is the circular oh, thing I'm not familiar with the that other does one. this. 
But then a compass is also this thing that has two sticks. And one of them is pointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you can... It. Yeah, okay, yes, exactly, that's what I was thinking. English language, what the hell? Yeah, it's I incredibly unhelpful. Been, yes, I know a little bit of it. Uh, and I learn more every day. Uh, so, yeah, so he kind of, like, does that and uh, then, mm. like... Just, just his finger, like just his pointer finger, like right there, blueberry pond. Ah. It is a most impressive toad log uh, um, that uh, we all come from, and uh, we have a wonderful. Uh, well, it's simply wonderful, is what I would say. Yes. <laughs> um, and so uh, a Grimble marks a little square, and then a blueberry pond toad log in very scratchy handwriting. Actually, by dipping the folklore into a little pot of ink. Um, scribbling it and then going to like a very stained rag and then just wiping the claw off um, uh, and says uh, yes a, uh, a toad log you say I, I, well I had thought that all of the uh, all of the toad logs have been marked and contacted uh, we've had several of our of your friends from Blackberry log through here and um, several other logs as well on deployment but uh, they've they've moved on now that things are over. Um, the Blueberry Pond. Uh, well, it would have been good to have extra. Ha- anyway, I'm getting beside myself. Good information. Thank you. I shall pass that on to the the, the mappers. Um, and you say that you're here to, to help me. Um, who who might have sent you? Uh he kind of like looks at Pipistrel, uh. And he says, I suppose we sent ourselves. Uh, we, we learned a little bit of this from the uh, hedgehog innkeeper downstairs. Uh, but uh, really, we uh, will likely be, be taking a, a little respite in Willowmoot and might as well help folk out while we're here. If we can. We'll, as I said, I think we heard this contraption before. And if indeed someone has taken it, well... Uh, I, I myself, as a knight of Blueberry Pond, would be uh, most intent on righting such a wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, that is very, very uh, good of you. Um, please describe the noise, and I'll compare it to uh, my my logs. You are right; we have had a, a contraption uh, uh, taken from us. We've spent all of the last week repairing it since the fire, and well, the minute's fixed, it just up and vanishes. Um, no, but uh, uh, please describe the the noise. And she goes over to one of the tables and starts to kind of flip through one of many journals um, uh, bound with thick bark, uh, flipping through pages to find a chart. And he goes, oh, yes, uh, please say. Uh, well, uh, uh, Balthazar expectantly looks at Pippa's trail. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, Pippa's been kind of like uh, letting Balthazar like talk this time. She's kind of been taking a little surreptitious look around the room, not picking anything up, but like, just having a look. Um, but I think she would go on to, uh, she would go over to, uh, to the rat in the book and she would describe the kind of, um, like, sort of like the, was it like a kind of metallic, not a metallic, not, that's not the right word, like a sort of loud sort of banging and crashing kind of noise. I can't remember. It was like whirring, wasn't it? Yeah, like a whirring noise. at first we were like, oh, is it someone yelling? And then it's like, obviously not a creature, but it kind of sounded like screaming. Yeah. So like a, a sort of a, a whirring kind of screeching noise but not like i'm not going to remind you i'm going to say this is what you remember because in theory okay, so, it was like a whole day yeah. of of walking yeah. so a yeah. whirring screeching well, sound 
Yeah. Yeah. So, well, because because both of us are would, would kind of say um, uh, what when when you because we discovered that camp that and the grooves in the mm. ground that looked like a very heavy cart. We thought maybe someone was hurt, and then Pipistrelle, with her very keen uh, bat ears, uh, heard a-, a sound that yes. I believe was a little bit like a scream, and we thought maybe somebody's hurt. But, scream. Um, in Bramble Dam, we, we have... Uh, uh, Bramble Dam was outfitted with some uh, oh, wonders. You've come from Bramble Dam. Uh, she seems very distracted. Um, yeah. <laughs> and goes... Uh, um, Yes, scream, and then kind of like dog ears the page of the book, and then just sort of closes it shut. And then says, oh. you're from Bramble Dam. Oh, that is very good information. Um, that's where the other part of our team are. Oh, yeah, because I, I remember before we left when Pip was having a look around Yeah, Bramble they were Dam, building she saw, stuff. Yeah, she saw, she saw a team of rat engineers building yeah. something. Do you, uh, do you uh, know uh, anyone from the Hop Initiative? Uh, From the look on your head. faces, I'm going to I'm going to guess the name. <laughs> uh, well, oh, um, people say that to me very often. That's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> she actually, she, she kind of. Well, no, I don't think she'd be one to laugh. Brian is like, oh, sweet summer child. Um, mm-hmm. um, she sort of kind of blinks at you, not knowing what to say, and says, "Well, anyway, yes." Um, uh, well, um, well, yes, if we were from Rabble Dam, then you hopefully must have at least seen some of the other the engineers. Anyway, um, a screeching, screaming sound, uh, means, uh, that the, well, the wheels aren't greased and the, the axles aren't greased either. Um, we have created some kind of, a how to describe it, some kind of coal-fueled beetle. It is able to, to move very quickly and we feed it with coal and it uses uh, uh, steam and kettles to to whistle away and, and skitter across the land. Um, we had to use it uh, uh, the last few days to, to pull wreckage aside uh, during the fire. It was initially meant to be sent to the uh, to Bramble Dam for the, the, the development of the, the hop project over there, but... Um, Unfortunately, it was damaged, and then when we were fixing it, uh, the night that we managed to get it going again, it was, well, I think stolen, because honestly, why else would it go wandering? But uh, Lutzen, he thinks that it's, it's got a mind of its own, it speaks like it's an actual beetle, and... <sighs> well, he made it, and I think he's crazy. Anyway, think, sorry, um... I'm, I'm, I'm going on. Um... Can Pip ask a question? Yes. Rat. Um, I think Grimble seems very prone to getting sidetracked. <laughs> I think sort of. Uh, I think Pip would sort of, like not shiftily, but would kind of narrow her eyes a little bit. It's like, did you see anyone who you didn't recognize having a look at this this beetle contraption? Well, I mean, there's all sorts of people passing through right now. You've got people returning home from different frontiers and from from the the Legion camps to the north and to the east. Uh, you have uh, travellers in trade trying to scavenge whatever crops they can. And then you've got uh, refugees as well from ruined villages. So, of course, I've seen all number of people coming through here. Um, looking at the, the beetle, where we kept it 
by the this establishment. Um, but no one knows how to how to to operate it, so we didn't figure it'd be ever a problem. What well, do you remember, Pipistrel? We did see uh, those groves in the ground, like something was pushed. It seems that while somebody was unable to maybe operate it, they were still strong enough to to take it somewhere. Hmm. And we did grooves. See... Yes, it leaves it leaves grooves. It's a very heavy thing. As I say, like a beetle, but not at all light. It's very, very heavy. Oh, and believe me, it's heavy. We did see... We we saw those grooves as we were leaving that camp, and that was definitely a camp of larger beasts. Certainly too... Certainly bigger than us. Uh, 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 a camp, you say? Uh, mm-hmm. Of, uh... You say that uh, camp tents? Uh, were, were there tents there? Uh, yeah, uh, there were tents. There were... I can't remember exactly how many, but they were. By the time that we reached it, they were abandoned. Abandoned. Well, Lutzen and the other rats uh, that I, I work with, Lutzen and Bisnout and 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 Abskenta, they they went off to go find where it was going, um, or where it had gone. They tried to follow the the, the tracks that it left from uh, from Willowmoot, and I stayed behind for administrative purposes and. Because honestly, I feel that three rats are not going to take it back from whoever stole it. Um, but they haven't returned, and it's been a few, it's been two nights now, and I'm a little worried. Um, out of out of character, Brian. Yes. The camp that we happened upon. Did we ever establish how big the tents were? Did like did we say that they were like? Did we give, ever give them kind of a, a gen, like a general? Beast I would size? say, with the scale of like a rat in front of you as well, you'd know that that was a tent that slept rats. Oh, okay, right. That's good to know. Um, or like I, the well, a rat think, level of creature. Okay, so something of the rat size. Okay, good to know. Um, I think sort of Pip thinking about the camp then and thinking about what uh, Grimble is saying. I think she would mention is like, well, we 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 definitely found a camp, and it could have been a camp of your friends. That the tents, and she looks to Balthazar were were sort of rat-sized, weren't they, Balthy? Um, it and, certainly seemed so. And we definitely heard that, heard something nearby that was not, was not of beast made. So I, maybe your friends did did find it, but if they found it, why would they not bring it back here to you? Well, I, uh, <laughs> I, I would not know. Um, but it is not good news if, uh, they have not returned. I would say it's more important that Lutzen returns. Lutzen's the one who made the machine, but he's so disorganized. He's lost all of his notes, and he's the only one who can really fix it. We all just help him. Um, if if you're out and about in the area, could you see if you could find this idiot and then bring him back? I say idiot respectfully. He's chief chief engineer. It's more senior to me than anyone else in this area, but he's a rather... Chief idiot! Chief <laughs> idiot, <laughs> yes. Um, oh and I would prefer if, well, he returned. Then at least we could go on to Bramble Dam and stay out of this backwater. Well, I, I, I think it's we could certainly go and, and, look, uh, and look for him if if you if you need does his uh, 
voice sounds similar to, to yours, because Pepistrel has very keen hearing, and uh, if we're out and about and she hears a, a distinct voice, uh, we would be able to follow it very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we all, we all have different voices, but uh, he sounds uh, moderately, uh, I would say mid-tones, a little lower than mine. Um, and he does like to yell. Uh, oh, yes. that will be very helpful. <laughs> I will definitely be able to hear a rat yelling. Well, um, if if is that uh, that would be very useful. Uh, if I, I might inquire, um, uh, who represents you, or, 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 or which us? guilds? Um, I, I probably presume you are of Blueberry Log, uh, Balthazar. Um, or Sir oh, yeah. Balthazar. Um, <laughs> so I would, I would, uh, write this down in my logs as a, a guild of sorts. Uh, 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 Pipistrel, are you of a, of an association or a guild? Uh, I'm part of the Messengers Guild, and Pip would take out her Messengers Crest. Oh! Oh, that is a for, fortuitous. Well, I say fortuitous. We have a, a, a discounted rate with them. It's just so I can invoice the guild for services rendered. Um... <laughs> and she, the, the rat turns around and dips the claw in scribbles in a, in a ledger, uh, a separate one this time, and then um, wipes the claw off again and says, ah, well, um, if you do find them, um, I, I will be in your debt. Well, I think we can certainly try our best to find them, uh, as we would like to help if we can. Indeed. And uh, we'll be out and about in the, the areas that we are... Um, perhaps heard this contraption uh, the previous day, so we will definitely keep uh, my eyes and Pipistro's ears out. <laughs> hmm. uh, yes. uh, well then, uh, is there is there anything else uh, I, I could uh, provide to help with this? Is there anything you, you require of me? Or can you lead me to my cleaning of this awful space? And she kind of looks around at the Kind of the, the the coal dust everywhere, and you notice that parts of like the piles of of metal scraps and and uh, strange canisters are kind of more organised in some areas, and others are very messy. Mm. Uh, One of the beds any... is made, and the others are not. <laughs> is there any food in this room? <laughs> um, you notice that there is a um, a bag of of oats. And a uh, several jugs uh, on a shelf. Uh, I think Pip will kind of look, look round, uh, Grimble, and sort of see the bag of oats and kind of point with one very long clawed finger and say, uh, "May may we steal a handful of oats for breakfast?" Uh, uh well, oh yes. Uh, would you prefer porridge? We could cook them. Pip would look round at Balthazar excitedly, like, I like porridge. Have you ever had porridge before, Balthy? I have not! <laughs> I want to try porridge! Um, uh, we'll do our best to make sure it, it cools. Uh, I don't know just how well uh, your folk deal with their uh, hot foods. <laughs> um, 
or at least it can retain a lot of heat. Anyway, I'll get to making it. And she turns around and takes down the sack of oats and uh, the jugs and um, goes to a, a fireplace in the room and sweeps away some of the coal dust, uh, clearing it with a, a little brush before grabbing more coal and then putting it on uh, the, the fire to heat it up. Um, and uh, takes out a small kettle and starts to make porridge with um, the oats and some kind of milk from the, the jugs. Um, Yum. And um, seems to kind of totter around the room uh, looking for something, um, kind of with this kind of a scrambling and a clattering, and then um, comes out with a small jar of something brown and powdered and goes over to the pot and spices the the porridge. Um, Uh, Balthazar will propose, uh, you know, he can add the slug jam as like like a thing into the porridge. Mm. Oh, um, and you kind of you, you proffer the jam and Grimble takes it and looks at it and goes ooh I've I've heard of this from the other from toads that come by it's a, a delicacy you like to make well uh, I'll never say one never say no to trying some I, I suggest that like all jams we put it on top of the porridge not in otherwise it'll dilute I, I will defer to your porridge based wisdom Thank you. And I'll say over the course of, say, like half an hour, uh, you make and eat the porridge. Um, it is thick and gloopy. Um, and uh, it kind of leaves your, your, your mouths a little gummy afterwards, but it's definitely filling. Good. Nice. That's what I was hoping. So then whatever we might be able to scavenge outside of uh, Willowmoot, we can prepare as like rations for the next few days. I think that's a very good idea. So we can yeah. look at yeah. the bugs and things. Balthazar, because, like, toads don't have teeth. So uh, <laughs> the porridge is really, really great. Uh, and uh, for, you know, a creature like him. So he's going to thank... Uh, uh, oh, I keep thinking it's Grumble. It's Grimble. It mm. is going to, to thank Grimble very much for the uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful breakfast. Um, and say... Uh, uh, well, with a, I, I do believe with a full belly, our searches will, will likely be uh, that much more uh, uh, easier to, to undergo. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Pip, would all, Pip would also thank them and uh, be full of energy and ready and excited to go and look for this other rat. I'm going to say you both increased your vigor dice by one for having a really hearty breakfast as well. Yay! Nice. So, Atlanta, I think yours goes above maximum by one step. Ooh, okay. Does that just do I? Does that mean my base has gone up or just my current? Just your current. So your base is always your base. Okay. It very rarely changes. Gotcha. Um, but you can increase the current above the size of your base. Hell so yeah! Say, like, having a good, a good breakfast. <laughs> I mean, does is that the same for me? So I get a d10. But you had taken a bigger damage, I think. Oh no, you could wear your armor. That no. was it. Yeah, yeah. You also go up. Yeah. You're Hell still bruised. Yeah. You're still bruised, but um, you go up to a ten. Tens, Heck tens, yeah. tens across the board. Love it. Can't wait to roll a hijinks with my d10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you make your way out of the 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 bent branch, um, and the the morning is it's maybe like eight in the morning now. This gentle kind of warmth that is starting to really rise up from the ground. Um, 
you can feel like the sun is now maybe 50, 60 degrees in the sky. It is um, morning, definitely like into morning and the, the air is starting to heat. So what would you like to do? Or you said you wanted to go look for, for bugs. Describe how you're going to do that. Uh, I think uh, going over to, if there are like sort of patches of like longer grass, I think what Pip would do is she would start um, like pulling pulling long strands of grass down towards her and checking to see if there are any like aphids and bugs like, uh, like on the undersides of the grass and then uh, sort of grabbing them quickly and uh, putting them into a little, a little, a little bug bag. Hmm. Okay. Um, Balthazar, how are you contributing to this? Uh, Balthazar, um, can either help... So, so here's the thing. If maybe, if he's helping a Pipistrel, would she, like, get to roll an advantage or something? Because mm, yeah, maybe I'd, I'd he can... That. Maybe he can use his strength to pull down like larger stocks mm. that are more difficult for her to pull down. So, like if Pipistrel can pull down stocks of uh, uh, grass, he can pull down like stocks of uh, slightly larger plants. Mm -hmm. uh, so she get, gets access to flowers and stuff. Mm. Okay, um, I'd say roll a straight check. You are looking around. And the you notice there are many other small beasts out trying to gather bugs. Um, okay. Oh, so, I so many. There's maybe fifty different beasts in different directions, all scavenging around Willowmoot in the morning, trying to find food to eat. Some mm. have children with them. Um, some are with partners or with friends. Others are on their own. But they seem to be combing the grass in like a spiral out from uh, the large tree. And as you kind of you are you're near the trees, so you're actually quite high up. You can see that the the spiral is actually getting quite far away from Willamoot at this point. It's maybe like four oh, or five places. I thought that we've walked out of Willamoot to do this. Oh, so you're going to really hike out of Willamoot? Okay. Well, because well, we're because we're going to go to where we heard the thingamajig, right? Yeah. Which so is I, like a while's out. Yeah. So I I assume that what we would what we would do is like kind of. As we are heading out of Willowmoot, if we're sort of walking through the meadow, we would stop and uh, look at sort of like flowers and grasses mm. uh, and see if there were any buggies underneath them. Because I guess, like, head. actually, if um, because if I like can't help Pipistrel, then uh. Well, no. What I was going to well, say is, I'll give you advantage then. Uh, essentially, you, you were giving advantage, okay. but a lot of the grass around Willowmoot had been picked clean. However, because mm -hmm. you've left. You no longer have the disadvantage from that cancelling out the advantage, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah, because I so, can imagine that we're doing this because we don't need to immediately get breakfast anymore. Yeah. So we're kind of fine doing it way yeah. out in the wilderness. This is for a snack. So you see that there are a lot of animals trying to find food within like the shelter of Willowmoot. And you decide that, you know, it's best to really hike out and while you're you're looking for food, be like looking out for the the strange mechanical beetle as well, the iron mm. beetle. Um so, please give us a little on the map where you are looking for the, what do you call it? The beetle. Well, oh, the beetle, yeah. Well, we'll see, actually, what are you searching for? Yeah, so uh, Balthazar would say, that's it, uh, Grimble never did give us a name for this thing. It's like a coal accelerated rig. See? A, a, a car! Oh, wow. 
Oh my god, I love it. Um, Pip, Let's try to of, find this car, shall I, we? Yeah, uh, Pip sort of mulls that over and is like, yeah, I suppose... I don't, I don't, we don't really have a name for it, so I guess car will have to do. Um, it's just, yes. it's, a, it's well, it's not a real word, but for some, for some reason it feels fitting, doesn't it? I, th I think so. I, I mean, we need to call it something. Um, yes, I suppose we, as we, as we're out now, we should keep an eye out for, well, I suppose you can keep an eye out for the, for the tracks and I will keep an ear out, uh, for the sounds, I suppose. Okay, right. so point on the map where you're looking. Uh, well, we're gonna. So I remember that we got to the crossroads, uh, or, or rather, where we saw last time was we got a. Uh, where's the pointer? Here's the pointer. Oh, it's like. Uh, if you, I think if you do control, it'll drag it. Uh, no, because we're, uh, um... We're, we're in mood right now. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's that, uh... Heck, words. Uh, we have a grid on. If you disable if you, the grid, I'd be able to do it If you go to the circle, anywhere. the circle with the ruler, and you go no snapping, that lasts you to point with... Uh, oh, control. brilliant! Yes. No snapping. Uh, so, because we went out of here, we kind of saw the camp that then the ridges joined over here... Mm -hmm. um, and they were off somewhere. We continued on the road to the crossroads here and up to Willowmoot. Mm. So we probably want to go back to those same areas. Yeah, I think uh, where we, yeah, I think where we got to the crossroads, we could have had like the choice to maybe follow the noise, and then we didn't. So like, I think we wanted to go kind of like if we wanted to follow noise, we would have had to go like that way mm -hmm. up that bit of road. Well, no, we ended up going to the crossroads because we could have cut through. Oh, or gone to the right. crossroads and we decided to play it safe. So yeah, I think okay. we should yeah, go right. down here, go back a little bit up this road, and because uh, we saw it on the way, uh, yeah. the path joined up to this road, and we could have walked off of it. So we're kind of looking kind of there where I've drawn, yeah. the, drawn the little green circle. I should, I should yeah. not use that color, but yeah. So we're kind of looking, we're kind of heading towards that area, and we're going to look around there because that's the last place that we heard and or saw anything to do with uh, this weird bug thing. Mm. Um, so you begin hiking, um, and I'm going to say you're looking for bugs as you go. So make that yeah. advantage uh, vigor roll for me. Yay. Or cunning. I'm going to say cunning because yes. you're trying to be smart about it. You're trying to like you're you're working as a team. You're trying to be more efficient as how you work. So yeah, advantage cunning. Okay. Ver, do you want to roll first or shall I? Oh, no, uh, only Pippa Stroll's rolling no, because... Using, uh, yeah. Oh, only me, sorry. Yeah, Balthazar right. is Plus, giving like, you advantage. Plus, like, your cunning is Oh, much... come on! Aww! <laughs> um, I'm going to say you obtain one small beast's worth of bugs. Okay. You're noticing that a lot of the fields around here, normally they're, I mean... You know, not that you go around eating too many bugs. You tend to, you know, eat fruit and go for larger food and things like that, living at Oak. But, mm -hmm. um, the, the ground here is especially sparse. Hmm. Um, it's slim pickings, it seems to be. A great pity. Oh, well. Well, if there was a fire recently, I'm, I'm sure that the smoke must have, uh, 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 dissuaded many bugs from flying in the area, so perhaps they're still come. They're still going to take a little time to come back and mm. settle in. 
you have like I'd say I'd call it a carried item and it's one bag of trail mix one bag of trail mix and it's literally a mix of bugs you found on the trail <laughs> like there's a worm in there there's a couple like small aphids there's a beetle there's a bee like there's all sorts of weird stuff no you don't eat the bees they're important there's a wasp uh yeah yeah wasps. obviously sans stinger but yes mm. bee wasps they use the wasp to like pick your teeth if you have teeth, like to get the. It's yes. like a toothpick. Oh, oh no, the so venom cute. sack. Oh, but the venom. But you like you detach the stinger. Yeah, you just use first. the stinger as like a, like a toothpick. I feel like that's what dangerous people do, like the cool <laughs> kids. Yeah. They don't use a stick or a twig or a splinter. They use a bee stinger or wasp stinger. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Um. You're listening and looking for sounds. I'm going to say, easily enough, because you are adept people, you are able to find the trail that was left before when it first came off the, the, the roads. Not the camp. You'd have to go further for the camp. That's more like over here. Mm -hmm. But instead, you find the trail, which is more like where the green circle is. Oh, cool. Which is okay. There. Nice. Um, what is this... Car did leave quite uh, um, deep grooves, and if uh, Grimble says that nobody really knows how to operate it, then I presume they will continue simply uh, uh, pushing it across the ground. So we should be able to mm. to find these tracks quite easily. So the difficult well, so. you are finding that some of the grass and some of the vegetation has like not mended, but it sort of tried to like unwilt itself and push back, so the trails are a little looser, but you still have the grooves occasionally in the ground to follow. Hooray. And so follow we shall. Indeed. Okay. Um, I would like um, someone to make a cunning check for me, um, or not cunning, but describe how they're looking for the trail. Oh, Balthazar, uh, he's in his, if he's in his padding, he can go on like, you know, just crawl like a toad on the ground and just, like, make sure that he doesn't leave. <laughs> that the trails, you know, he can always, like, see it. Uh, just oh, really... I'm just getting, like, you said he's like a dog and earlier, <laughs> and now all I can see him is just, like, sniffing the trail like a bloodhound. Oh, my God, fours, yes. like... <laughs> He's just tasting the earth. Mm. Oh, he's, he's just doing, like, a Yoshi, like, one, oh, one, my God, yes. every now and then. <laughs> Oh my god. What, what good Comments, by the way, like are going are, are full of puns. Balthazar chasing about the car, which we hope hasn't gone too Balthafar. <laughs> uh, that oh is dear. what he's doing. Um, yeah, he's I would say... Like, he's, the reason he's blemming is uh, uh, for, like, the coal dust and stuff. If it's mm. coal-powered. Even if it's not using coal right now, it might... Um, d like, uh, scatter some dust around. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Balthazar is being cunning. No! He's Which, being vigorous! I will let you make one cunning roll and one vigor roll. Thank you! A vigor Thank for your you. diligence, and also, because I don't want to give you advantage, you haven't typed a skill, but I do want to give you two rolls because you're being cunning and it's really cool. Uh, okay. There we go, yeah, so... Ooh, that was, that rolled and was nearly not a seven. Yeah. So for your, your cunning, you've got a complication, and for your uh, your vigor, you've got a success. I'm going to say that, like, you quickly stop blemming the, the dirt. <laughs> it's a good idea, 
But you stop like, because you're just like, oh, I've just got a mouthful of soil. And now like that pleasant, slight creaminess that's come from the 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 oat porridge is now just replaced with Oh, soil. Drit. You're like, mm, that was not a good idea. Um, oh no. <laughs> like toads eat bugs Instead. off the ground. It's just how it is. <laughs> but it's like when you just keep repeatedly missing, you get like that residue, like back feel of like, oh, it's like a Pavlovian failure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but instead, you decide to try and sniff the coal. You're like, hmm, I'm close to the ground, I'm gonna try and sniff out the coal. And you're able, with your vigor success, to keep on the trail. Um, until you're kind of, you're sniffing the ground, and then you catch a very strong, that same oily, tangy smell. And you... <laughs> you find... Grimble was here. <laughs> Um, you find a broken half of a gear, strange cogged toothy wheel. You'd seen wooden versions of these um, at Odok being used by the rats there, uh, but this is a metal. Odok. One. It's shiny. Not Odok. Um, Bramble Dam. Oh. Um, and it's shiny on some parts, but also slick with a black coaly grease on the other. Interesting. It's incredibly tacky to the touch. It actually leaves some of the oil on your hand, which you're able to rub on grass, but it's like very greasy. Well, uh, uh, Balthazar's gonna tear off a strand of grass mm -hmm. and like use it like um, like napkins on the side, so he can pick it up without mm -hmm. getting his little fingers oiled up. You grab a dock leaf and you're able to kind of fold it up like a little lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Like the way that you would use a towel to pick up something hot, like so you yeah. don't see your fingers. It's he's kind of doing that. Mm. And actually, it. it is quite warm—not hot, but warm to the touch. Seemingly on one side because of the sun. Uh, well, Balthazar's gonna kind of pick this up and brandish it, um, and look over the ridges like at Pipistrel. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting. And, a, uh, da -na -na -na. You have you have <laughs> you have gotten one broken gear. Please add that know. to your gear. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's who was had a car horn in the background, but that just added so much to this whole <laughs> scene. <laughs> I think it might have been me. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that really that really got me because we because it's Buffers. I was like, we call it a car. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Buffers are just gonna gonna kind of pick it up um, and say, uh, well, it seems that this thing indeed needs repairs. Uh, if it's that kind of gizmo that I have seen um, some of the uh, rats create, then I, I presume this must be part of it. Uh, I think Pip would take the, uh, take the, the, the part of the gear from, from Balthazar and say, yes, I suppose so. That doesn't... What a strange thing. I've, I've never seen one made of metal before. Um, uh, yeah, Balthazar kind of looks at it and says, why would you use completely fine metal for... For something like this, you should use metal for weapons and, and armor, not so strange discs. Well, I mean, I'm sure they had their reasons, but it. Well, these rats clearly know something that we don't to be able to make. I don't strange... know about that. They didn't know about Blueberry Pond. There are things they don't know. Hmm. <laughs> they're clearly well. They're clearly not. They're not as. They're not as well traveled as. 
as some other folk, perhaps, Balthazar. Um, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I think this is the, t- the point where we begin a scene Ooh. for your investigation. You have three fortunes to pick from. Um, I did some focused scenes, as I'm calling them, where I just prepare three options as opposed to a full seven and then pick cards because it's mm-hmm. a focus scene on specifically tracking um, the, the, the car, as we're calling it. So your first fortune is exhausted trudging. Your second fortune is doubt, not taboo, doubt begets doubt. And your third fortune is a tantalizing buffet. Let's discuss which of these three prompts you think would be most interesting. Oh, gosh. Doubt. Doubt begets doubt. Hmm. I I mean, so personally, I think I'm drawn to that doubt begets doubt because I don't know what direction it might be going. Yeah, I, I would, I'm kind of also intrigued by the notion of doubt. Who is doubting and what are we doubting if we are doubting? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, am, I am most intrigued by the second option. Same here. Doubt begets doubt. Okay, I'm going to mark that as chosen. <gasps> um, you continue following the, the trail that you found. Um, Pipistrel. How would you like to help contribute to tracking down this car? Uh, I think as Balthazar is doing his best impression of a bloodhound, um, Pip is going to be sort of walking behind him, but uh, sort of ears up. She'll be climbing up onto sort of taller bits of of earth and and rocks and things and standing up tall and and listening as best she can, uh, you know, kind of, as I imagine, as Balthazar is kind of moving in a predominantly kind of straight line, she's kind of darting around behind him in all directions, just mm. ears up and alert and listening. Okay, um, I would say make a vigor roll for me because you're being con- uh, diligent and and uh, repetitive in the actions you're taking. Yay! Yay! Seven. A Powerful. Success. Yeah. You do as well as you can. The narrative describes how successful you are. So. You're keeping an ear out for any noises of the car, similar mm-hmm. to the screeching sound, or any noises at all. And aside mm-hmm. from the occasional bit of bird song, like the faintest bit of it from the forest nearby, or the occasional chirp of a cricket some way off, uh, there aren't a chorus of crickets, maybe just the occasional single cricket, and then it goes quiet again. Mm-hmm. You um can't really hear anything. The, the, the trail continues. Um, Balthazar, you have bloodhounded, you've found a broken gear. What other ideas have you might to help track down this car? Oh, I'd say your general orientation, you think you have moved... I'm going to move the circle here. So actually, you notice the trail crosses over the road between Willamoot and Bramble Dam. Not towards, mm-hmm. but over. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, what can Balthy do? Uh, he's crawling on the ground. Uh, uh, he will, because so 
we're kind of passing through the road and passing back, back in the grasses. So if he's took to the ground, he will now take to the air in the form <laughs> of climbing on like a taller like rock or maybe like mm-hmm. a young tree or something to mm-hmm. see if he can see the break in the grass of like, you know, if he, maybe he can see some smoke. Because um, mm. he's thinking, oh, well, if um, Pipishal couldn't hear anything, maybe this gear that fell off was what was screeching, um, so we can't hear it anymore because it's not working. If it's not working, maybe it got broke. If it's broke, maybe there's smoke. Mm. Okay. Mm. So you find a formidably large rock that's actually used as a, a direction pointer. It says, uh, Bramble Dam, uh, one day, Willamute, one day. I think we had like uh there's in world fun fancy feels term for it i think it's like depot rat dpr yeah or as the crow flies but yeah um <laughs> but we know on, it's on like a day for but us but it's actually very large um in size as well uh which you could try to climb how would you like to try and climb this rock to get a, an aerial view um, well, he's not very spry, so he's gonna carefully make sure that, you know, he can get footing, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, kind of crawl his way on top. Once again, he's more mobile, because he doesn't have his armor, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, toads, they have short, stout legs and arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, uh, doing it, like, diligently, because he can't just parkour up, because yeah. he's not that... Um, so yeah, he's just kind of finding footholds and helping himself up as best as he can. He has, he do, Toads do have a slightly adhesive to, uh, tongue, so in some parts he's helping himself by uh, just like, like, <laughs> at the I Okay, the make, make a bigger roll for me. Also, <laughs> yeah. the, the word we decided on is bipore. So like, it's two days bipore. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, by like by foot. Yeah. And like, so you've got like two days by wing is a slow flying beast, such as a bat, and then two days by swift is uh, a fast flying beast, like a hawk. Mm. Hell yeah. Okay, so you roll your vigair and you get a four, which is a success. Bear. And I'm gonna say, like, you manage to, there's a point where you slip and pipistro, you're like, oh god. Mm. And then the mm-hmm. tongue, black! Sticks. You sort of swing <laughs> from the tongue on a ledge until you can scrabble like a like a dog and grab on and be like ah, and you slowly retract the tongue and then sort of or even no, you use it to kind of winch yourself up. You're like ah. <laughs> hey, it's a it's a powerful muscle, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very very big, and so you scrabble up to the top of this rock, which is maybe you know like four or five toads tall, actually. Mm-hmm. You look down, you get that slight of, ooh, that's very, ooh, that's a big drop. But you're able to oh, look yeah. out over the grassland and you're able to see the track of the um, machine curving slightly along this sort of path. Oh, I oh I see. Oh, wait, kind I of like scribbling oh, it out. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. Where's okay, the tool cool. for that? The, the line drawing tool? Um, it is, if you look to the left, you have a, uh, like a pointer, a paintbrush, mm. a zoom tool, and, uh, like a round thing, it's like a upside down Q. Yeah. Um, so if you mouse over that, uh, you have the option of snap to center, snap to ah. corners, uh, no snapping. You can see. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, it does this sort of movement. Sort of curved, oh hang on, you're at this, this point. Hang on. 
the the pointer is where it's going. So this is the sort of path it's taking. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going back to Bramble Dam, maybe. Oh. Or maybe beyond. Hmm. Well, yeah, because why wouldn't they be on the on the yeah, road? Because if they were going to Bramble Dam, surely they would go like. Whoops, that's the wrong button. Um, Yo, would... what if otters stole the thing, and they're <sighs> taking it to like so? Because so, otters live in Loch Katrine. Because uh, we've Ooh. met otters before. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, sorry, the toads, my, my toads, my people, my blueberry toads mm-hmm. have met the otters because they're living in Loch Katrine. The bloobs. Yes, we call ourselves. <laughs> What's up, my bloobs? <laughs> so maybe, uh, yeah, because remember, we, we saw the fish, uh, or no, the remnants of a fish. A oh my steak gosh, yeah. that had fish smells on it <gasps> from eating a fish. So maybe it's just straight up uh, otter. Uh, well, Otter criminals. Yeah, maybe, maybe the, maybe the, like, if it were otters who, maybe they ambushed that camp of rats and stole the, stole the, the car, stole the car off. The coal accelerated, accelerated rig. Exactly, the coal accelerated rig. They stole the car. <gasps> They're car thieves. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I. That's. That's, that's weird, my then. theory. That's, I, I mean, we ha- we don't know anything other than no. the re- they seem to be heading towards a river, and uh, we saw a fish. But I am ready to throw any otter under the bus now. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um. So you uh follow the trail. Yes. Yeah. We must amend this criminal injustice. <laughs> Bring you... those who are at fault to 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 the light of law. Fight of law. You follow the circles round, uh, the, the circling kind of track trail. Well, because um, actually, if we are on, if we see it, can we kind of just, uh, instead of going like around it to, to uh, save some time, can we like, like go cross country to like catch mm. up? Can try and cross country that. Um, the, other, the other reason is that you can see it because you're kind of looking downhill almost. Because uh, the, these uh, contour lines are downhill towards Lockatrine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're able to follow the, the trail. Um, mm-hmm. I would say make a cunning roll for me, um, both of you, to navigate yourselves. I will... No, I will grant my uh, boon to <gasps> Estrell. Oh! Uh, because Ignore that roll I just made. <laughs> Balthazar's like up on the um, on the rock and and so Pipistrel as a flyer has a very good idea of how to orient herself kind of based off of this sort of information mm. um, and while it is Balthazar conveying it because then he goes back to the ground and he's just like I don't know what direction is anything uh, well, I feel I feel like would... it's a bit of teamwork you're on this high point right and then mm. basically you act as the toad compass for Pipistrel's map and so, Pipistrel, you're like, ah, oh, point towards where there's a town called Bramblefork on a river. Point towards that for me so I can get the map the right mm-hmm. orientation. And then you're like, aha! And you point out, like, the... What are they called? Weather vane. Toad vane. Toad vane. <laughs> um, and you point it out, and then um, you're able to orientate yourselves and so you don't get, uh, you don't lose the trail moving through the grass. Yeah, so do I still have to make my cunning check, or... No, if one because of us you've succeeded, succeeded you've, you've chosen for... Um, 
for Pippa's roll to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. So the it wouldn't yeah, add okay. anything else to the 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 roll. Okay. Cool. Okay. So you orientate. Yeah. You point, and you're able to start hiking through the grass. I'm going to say you rejoin the circling trail um, here. Hang on, I'm drawing, not moving. Boop. Here. Shaving off a lot of valuable time. Um, uh, and it's maybe one in the afternoon now. Because um, mm-hmm. you've been hiking for most of the morning and walking and kind of searching. And it was a little bit slower at points where uh, Balthazar was crawling on the ground. Um, but you are now uh, rejoining the trail. And you're seeing here that there is a rather significant and pungent leaking of something gooey and black. Um, similarly Ooh. sticky um, as the broken gear is. Except it's sludgy and kind of along the ground. Don't lick see... it. It tastes terrible. <laughs> Do you, you taste it. It is and you know this vile. Experience, Alfie? Yes. I didn't like it. I mean, it leaves a tarry taste in your mouth that you can't get rid of. Um, like you, you uh, lick other things, and they just get—they also get stuck in your mouth. Oh god! My hubris. <laughs> you have gained the hubris talent. Um, I can. Uh, can... Can Pip offer Balthazar like a little snack to try and get the tar taste out of his mouth? The um, worm. You you try a candied aphid if you if you could if you want to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think Pip would. Now your mouth is have, like sweet and tarry and sticky and crunchy. Oh no! I made it worse. <laughs> yes, it's like it you've got you've got gum in your mouth and then you've just licked a cat. It's all like, fluffy and oh, crunchy man. and dirty and. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> oh, Balthazar, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would say, for, for humor's sake, take a willpower damage. <laughs> oh, no! Just for, like, the sheer disgustingness of... It's like it's grating you down. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that my just offhand comment of the fact that he had at some point caught a whiff of the oil just turned into this actual damage to my character. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's the, hi- it's the hijinks that we decide to take on ourselves for the sake of story. It's, uh... I also feel like it would, it's, not, it's not hurting you. It's just lowering yeah, your mood just... a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless. His so, limb um, powers are diminished. You rejoin the trail. There's now, like, a very clear leading of this sort of black goo that you're now very easily able to follow. Um, and it is moving. Again, I'm going to do the pointer thing. I'm not going to move the, the thing. I'm going to go to ruler. So it is moving in a sort of trailing motion Wait, how like do this. we not see that? If well, we saw it from here, wouldn't we see that it's going back? Hmm. Well, that's kind of what I meant. It was kind of going into the forest. So it enters the forest, and as you're moving, you're able to guess with the kind of the broken branches and brush that it is moving in this sort of direction. It's not going to mushroot, is it? No, it seems to be... Well, I, I don't it, quite understand. I'm going to say, because it's the, the scale is that it's much larger, you feel anxiety as it's moving back as, towards the direction you think is, as mushroot. You actually recognize a few of the trees, um, but it seems to skirt it. Oh, okay. That's all right, then. So where are they taking it? What are... 
I would say I would like a, a vigor roll just to see how fast you trek through the forest. Okay, yeah, we're... Or, or describe how you're moving through the forest. I keep asking for a check, but really it's on you guys to decide what you guys do. So um, you're trekking through the forest. How are you trekking through it? I think if we have a kind of pretty good grasp on, like, you know, like we can still see the tracks, like they're still vaguely visible. Mm. Um, like, I would say that we're probably moving at a sort of relatively fast pace, because it sounds like there's like a team of uh, of creatures that have taken this uh, taken this thing. Um, and Balthazar also not inhibited by armor at the moment. Like, we can move at a relatively fast pace, I think. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. can. Okay. Uh, break out into brisk uh, jog. Mm. Well, I'd say it's a vigor roll then, because you're being. Yeah. A vigor roll. Hooray! Oh, I've been rolling so poorly today. What did you guys get? You got a successful completion. I'm going to say they balance out the five and the three to four. You guys make it, it's like a couple hours of hiking. So it's now like three, four in the afternoon. It's not like any, anything dangerous has happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right then. Okay. Uh, yeah, Balthazar will... Uh, I guess it's just the um, the tar is just making him like... just just. Sometimes he stops and is trying to get the uh, taste out of his mouth and can't. Oh. I feel bad. And you notice... It's his fault for licking tar. It's not... <laughs> he has nobody but himself to blame. You skirt round... Um, Mushroot following this trail and you notice that it's moving this sort of hang on I've not got the right tool selected there we go it's moving this sort of direction you think as you are now going back uphill that it's going to cross over the path again mm-hmm. and move do you around. reckon they're returning to the camp what are they doing is this a joyride I have absolutely no idea. This is a very strange route to take because I don't seem to be taking it anywhere. Well, uh, I'm just exasperated with them. It feels like they're wasting our time a little bit. Oh, goodness, what if they just returned to Willowwood after all this? Oh, God, I swear to, I swear to Jeebus. Um, Jeebus Gerbil, the great creature of legends. Exactly. <laughs> Jeebus the Gerbil. Have you heard of Jeebus? <laughs> <laughs> our lord and saviour deliver us to, from hunger he went to Elsworth for our sins yeah, Jeebus crust Jeebus crust <laughs> he, was, he was a bread maker <laughs> I'm sorry I'm getting off track again um, uh, I mean I guess I mean unless we have any new information I guess we just keep following up this this bloody trail and see. Wait, so so overall, let me yeah. uh, let me see. So they kind of went. Uh, let's see. They kind of went like here, and then like here, and then are going back. They're kind of but skirting round mushrooms. A little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. How do you guys so, feel about this? I I think we're like. Balthazar's we're, like exasperated. Yeah, Pip is the same. Like. What the heck are they doing? They just like feel like we're on, you know, excuse the expression, we're on a wild goose chase right now. It was geese who stole it. Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, or no, geese <laughs> and red herrings. <laughs> geese and herrings. They were eating the red herrings. <laughs> or maybe it was herrings eating geese. You'll never know until you. Yeah, it would be terrifying. That's some geo stuff. I know, right? 
they 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 had the, the rats engineer feet for them. It's oh my god. Terrible. Um well dang. Uh I mean at this point, uh Balthazar's like, maybe they really are returning to Willow. Maybe Maybe they're just bad with directions, and they, it's just the rats trying to return to Willowmont. Uh, I mean, maybe. Maybe they got too close to, to Mushroot and that, that barn owl scared them away. Who knows? I mean, do you want to keep do you want to keep following them, Valky, or should we take well, a break? I mean, we've committed to this, and, and at the very least we can tell uh, Grimble that now, whoever took the cart has completely lost their mind, and uh, we cannot find them anymore. <laughs> so you continue following the trail, thinking you're going to go back to Willowmoot. Mm. And you notice it starts to curve again. Oh my god. Uh, there is now a much... Like, it's, it's impossible for you not to be able to follow where this thing has gone. You notice that it crashes through some brush. There seem to be, like... There's large digging motions in the, the, the dirt now. Yeah, that seems to be the direction it's kind of going. Um, there is a thick, like, globs of sludge that are spattered on the ground. Um, I would like uh, Pippistrel to make a cunning roll for me, because you said you were listening for things earlier to yeah, see how still... well you are at hearing things. Okay. Oh, damn it. Oh, I wish I could use my power. Um... I'm gonna say that you. Uh, well, can Pip, 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 can you tag anything? Oh, uh. Um, I don't know if there's anything I can tag again. Like unless, your unless, curiosity. I, I mean, I, unless I could tag my inquisitive nature, that like, the the further we wander around on this sort of quote unquote, uh, you know, wild goose chase, the more, uh the more Pip is like, right, well, we have to come across them soon. So she is listening very, very intently because of mm. her inquisitive nature. Uh, and the more that we get kind of run around, the more intrigued she is by like, what the hecky these guys are doing with this. I'd, I'd say people. that's a fair tag of the skill. I'll let you get advantage. So you can roll again. God damn it. <laughs> I'll take the two then. Yep. <laughs> A one for a hijinks and a two for complication. Yeah. You'll have the complication. Um, you barely manage to pull it off, not without consequence. Now she describes how the situation becomes more complicated. You're trudging along, and at this point, I think you're now arguably arguing with each other, like, where the hell is this bloody CAR going? I yeah. Honestly, is this a joyride? It's not gone to Willamoot. It's crazy. I mean, who, who wouldn't know that's going here? And you're walking along, um, and you cross uh, some brush that has been pushed over, and instead you enter into a scene that has unfolded it seems to have kind of unfolded before you got there um mm -hmm. i'm gonna change the music um the car itself or car is this strange smooth car, circular contraption that seems to be smashed into a large rock um one of the wheels has fallen off it has uh five wheels uh mm -hmm. two on the sides and one on the back um, it has strange spindly legs and strange positions, and it seems to be that all of the, the shell of the beetle itself is r kind of completely covered with lids um, that seem to occasionally one flaps open and a bit of steam <laughs> kind of pops out very quiet. 
Um, there are several um, beasts. Uh, one is a squirrel, and uh, three are coal tits. Um, the coal tits are kind of perched on various bits of the machine, and the squirrel is kind of sat by one of the wheels on it, kind of looking very glum. Um, they aren't looking at each other. Um, and then you kind of come into the scene, and they all kind of turn and look at you. And, they go, and uh, the squirrel goes, Oh, uh, hello. Uh, oh, h- who are you? Uh, I am Balthazar of Blueberry Pond, and this is Pivistro, messenger of Old Oak. And who are you? Um, they, the, the, the blue tits and the, the squirrel quickly look at each other and they go, we're but humble, and then the squirrel continues, uh, we're but, but humble travellers, uh, we were walking the road when some brutish otters took us. They told us they were going to sell us for slaves and they bundled us into this strange beast. We were rescued by very very brave rat and now he's gone off to say that he can fix this machine and take us to somewhere safe hmm my name my name is hang on I have it written down hang on hang on hang on hang on no (laughs) (laughs) my name is Chipper and these are my compatriots Merry Sweet Meadow Song and Cryer and um the the cold tits kind of chirp off um with a stuff like, ah, 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 in kind of harmony. <laughs> nice. As, um, oh. as, um, uh, Chipper kind of points them off. We're, we're a traveling troop, you see. Hmm. A traveling troop, or it's quite the show that it seems you put up here. The, we've been, uh, uh, tasked by uh, uh, the engineer uh, Grimble to to try to find the whereabouts of uh, not just this contraption, but its maker, perhaps this rat that saved you. Where do you say that he went? Uh, he he went into the woods. He said he could try and find a a log from which to carve more gears. You see, uh, the 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 otters that uh, took this strange he calls it an iron beetle well they didn't know how it's to a drive car. it <laughs> coal accelerated, accelerated rig we, that's a better name coal accelerated <laughs> rig well uh good sir knight uh, you would know more than i would uh, i know the, many things and the, the the squirrel gives you a sort of a curious look of oh um and the the squirrel says um the, the fair rat. Uh, what was his name? And one of the coal tits um, says, "Ah, oh, it was Lutzen." Um, and the and the squirrel says, "Ah, oh, yes, Lutzen uh, strode off into the woods very boldly to look for wood to carve more gears. The 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 beetle he said needs gears, whatever they are. Uh, the 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 otters that took us didn't know how to to drive such a strange beast and." crashed it before running off on their own into the woods, and we've been stuck here since, lost and, and afraid. Wait, wait just a moment. They ran into the woods. The same woods that that uh, the rats went to. No, they, they ran uh, north towards a river. Um, 
when did the uh, when did the otters when did the otters leave you? Is that why you've been going around in circles? Uh, the the otters were oh, it's such a blur. But the otters drove us around. I say drive. They wouldn't use the word drive. Um, they would use lead. The words, lead. The otters led us around uh, in a blur of of speed and chaos. Uh, they they ran off sometime before dawn, and and Lutzen found us. Uh, later in the morning. Uh, how many? How many of these terrible otters were there that that took you? Oh, it must have been at least five or six. They were terrifying, brutish things. Uh, it, it, like Balthazar is looking at the squirrel and looks at the iron beetle and says, "Well, how did they fit in the in the car?" Some were in, some were on top. You see, there was a carriage here, and we were all packed in with their things, and they they rode on it and on the side. I don't honestly. I think it was a bit of a mess. Maybe it's and, why this poor thing crashed. And Landon, you say went to carve gears from wood. He says, like holding onto the metal gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he he went off into the woods. Uh, we've not seen him for some time, and. Well, maybe, maybe the the better part of the day. We were just deciding what we might try to do. When uh, you seem to have found us, perhaps mm. if you find Lutzen, we'll all be able to 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 make it home together. How well, what is story home? are we buying? <laughs> Sorry, you both I mean, spoke at the same time. Sorry, Sorry. Uh, I wanted to. Balthazar will ask where 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 is home for you? Well, I. I humbly say home. We're a traveling troop, so anywhere that you would call home, uh, we'll put on a show and make our our dinner. The the scrolls is very enthusiastically. Like, Balthazar's... Balthazar's pretty trusting, but their story doesn't add up to him, because he's just like... The, the very simple equations he's making in his head is... <laughs> Five otters can't. Is this a clown car? Like five otters can't fit in that. I love the idea of Balthazar with the gif of like the the blonde woman doing math, but it's just like two plus two, one minus three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to like the the complex geometry. Yeah, Balthazar, yeah. Balthazar right now is that meme of of the guy from Heavy Rain doing like X to doubt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. X to doubt. Yeah. Press X to well, doubt. I mean, he like he's not suspicious of like. Because he's a tr- pretty trusting individual, but it's just something's not right, and he's trying to figure out, like, hang on a second. Like, mm. he's not casting... He's not like, oh, you're lying. He's just like, wait, what? what is the story? Like, he's confused right now. Because okay. he doesn't... Things aren't adding up. Because he's not... He's not like a suspicious person, mm. <laughs> so... But something's just not right. I like right, that in his head. He's like, I'm not a suspicious person. But I am I- suspicious. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, he's just trying to, he doesn't understand, like, what, like, he's, yeah, he can't figure out how the story fits, and he's trying to make it work in his head. Pip is mm. definitely, like, I would definitely say, like, she is suspicious right now, because there's so many of them, there doesn't seem to be hide nor hair of an otter in sight, or a rat. Um, 
I don't know. I think I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not buying it. I don't. Uh, this something. Something ain't right. Whoops! I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, me as a player, I'm also suspicious because, mm. uh, like otters are huge. Yeah, they are. How big the is real, this the car? Real question. It's pretty big, but I would say you're rightfully suspicious to think five otters would fit inside mm. or on top of it. Yeah, like anywhere around it, that seems that seems like an awful lot of otters. Considering this seems to be an entire troop of squirrels and no, no, it's the one, well. it's the one, one squirrel, squirrel and three coltits. Oh uh, yeah, so like, but you know, like if I, I know, feel they enjoy riding. Yeah, like if I, I imagine because like um, coltits will probably be kind of similar in size to to Balthy and Pip, but like a squirrel will be a little bit bigger because they are just they are bigger rodents. So like. I would we say, um, well, first of all, bats aren't small. Like, you're the size of a squirrel. Different mass yeah. in different places, but like... Oh, no, ultimately... squirrels are bigger than a brown-eared bat. Brown-eared would... bats are like a squirrel. Oh, I thought you were a long-eared bat. Are... I'm a, I am a long-eared brown sorry. bat, but like, I'm a... Yeah. But, I, like, so, but they are like... They're teensy. A, like, a long-eared brown bat would be about the same size as like... Uh... Oh God! What's what's a good comparison? Like, um, I saw a they, gif of a squirrel eating a piece of pizza. Could a bat carry and eat a piece a piece of pizza? Oh, absolutely not. No, definitely. They're not. tiny. So, they're like they, they, they like fit like in the palm of a, a hand. Yeah, like in a quarter of your hand, oh, okay, or like okay. less than a yeah. quarter, more so than like, a quarter. So like so like so like Bal like Balthazar Pipistrel and the Coltits would all roughly be kind of the same size. Like Pip would definitely be kind of she'd be slightly lankier and like her 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 wings and her ears would kind of make her look bigger, but she's not she's not huge. Like okay. a squirrel a squirrel will be much more around the same size as like a rat. We need a size chart. Yeah, I will. Uh, okay, that I, is I drew I'll do. I drew the squirrel. Okay, yay, yay! Oh, squirrel! Oh, yeah! Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, like, but the coltits would be around the same size as Pip and Balthazar. So, like, yeah. so you have like sort of three small creatures, a sort of medium creature, and then otters, which would be considered like large creatures. Like, hmm, X to doubt. Yeah. Doing <laughs> uh, do, oh, I oh, yeah. love so the, the question is, what do you do with this doubt? Mm. What do you guys do? Oh, Balthazar says, "Oh, sorry, no, Pip, go ahead." No, no, I was, just, I was going to say, I think just Pip, because who I imagine is standing next to Balthazar and has been like listening to all this very intently, um, would kind of lean over just very gently into sort of Balthazar's ear and says, uh, and would say, "Is like something doesn't feel right here." Wouldn't you agree, Balthy? I would make a just, cunning roll. It's yeah. difficult it's to, just to lean over and be like, oh, I'm going to make a subtle message in front of yeah, just, a group of four people who are not that far away from you. Yeah, just like out the corner of her mouth. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why now? Why now do I have to roll badly when things are happening? God damn it. I feel bad that like I thought I'm so good using that uh, thing earlier to track them. And it's just like, don't matter. They're going in circles. Joyriding. Actors. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're not a theater troupe. You, they're the you entire circus. Over. You lean over and <laughs> you think that you're being really subtle. Mm-hmm. So you think that they don't know that you've just said this, but you're like, they're really suspicious. I don't trust them. Also, they look mm. really 
dangerous. I don't. I, mm, bad vibes. But you think you've been really slick about it. Yeah, I, I think I don't think she would necessarily say like that explicitly, but I think she would. I think the phrase that she would have uttered would be like something doesn't feel right here. Mm. But obviously, loud enough that they would they would have heard it. Come on, Pip, you're a whispering bat. Quiet, <laughs> silly girl. Um, wait, don't you have that? Don't you have a skill where you you're just kind of like unseeable, like you're very subtle. Uh, yes, but it wasn't tagged. Rolls being made, I think we moved on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just I, okay. I I remember I remembered too late, which means I didn't remember at all. I let you remember it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, when you say that, uh, Balthazar like looks at Pip, and you know he always talks at um Balthazar loud volumes. Volume. <laughs> yeah, Balthazar volume. Um. So he just says, uh, "I know. How would five otters fold up into this car?" Well, as as I said, and the the squirrel looks really hurt, kind oh, of no. taken aback, and her, her her hands raise up a little bit, and she goes, oh, "Well, as I said, it was it was also chaotic, and it wasn't comfortable in there, and then some were riding on top, and some were inside. It was just so scary." Mm. And she looks a little like downtrodden now, and like, "Oh, I thought these people were here to help me." Oh, okay. I think hey, Pip... hey, she is an actor. Yeah, I think Pip is like she. There's like a little tiny twinge of guilt, but I think to try and save face, you, uh, she'd ask the squirrels like, uh, uh, you know, sure. Uh, which which way did these which way did these otters go? Well, like, they well, they jumped off like into the woods. Somewhere. Yeah. Um. The so you're here. I'm gonna move the green oh. circle. Blame. Let me, let me see. Oh, there we go. Blame. Um, the the squirrel, uh, 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 Chipper, says, Oh, well, uh, the, the otters went this way. Uh, we think they might have... And she kind of points this way and you're able to orientate. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, Oh, they went this way, um, towards the lock. Um, and our lovely friend Lutzen went this way into the forest. He said he was going to look for some some wood to carve a gear so that he could fix this strange contraption to get it back to 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 a place called Willowmoot. Well, how, wait, I, that's, I don't, hmm. Now, I am no engineer, but uh, from what Grimble told us, uh, this thing requires uh, some manner of um, uh, coal to run. I don't think that the gear could help. It seems that it is out of um, uh, food as 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 a contraption. So I don't yes, know what Landon is thought thinking. Of that as well. He said that a little bit of wood would be enough to to get it going, and we might, well, he said we might have to push it. Not that these three would be any help. And um, the squirrel kind of gives a little nod towards the birds, who look regally indignant. <laughs> mm. um, but I'm willing to put a hand in, and so is he. Uh, How long ago did he leave? Well, this was in the morning when he found us. Um, I think he's been trailing us for, or at least the cart, for some time. uh, Because we we were bundled up into the cart all of a sudden in the middle of the night by these otters and driven off. And that's when it crashed into this rock and they abandoned us. Oh, you had a camp? Uh, Yes, they made us... 
they made us sleep on the ground. They were so cruel where well, they slept in this tent and well, they abandoned everything. Hmm. Where did they, where did they catch you? Uh, I see you've got a map there. Might I orientate ourselves and then point us out? I mean, Balthazar would say, yeah, of, of course, he'd pull it out and... So, um, you, you pull out the map and they say that they were, um, on their way to Willamute, which they've never been to before, um, but were on their way there from, um, the east. They'd come along the eastern road here, mm -hmm. um, and they had been captured, um, somewhere here-ish, they say. Um, um Balthazar and then will say... the cart had taken them along and they'd camped by the side of the road. Um, well, isn't that where know. we found the camp? Yeah, yeah, we did Isn't find a camp. The places to... correlate, like the camp that you found that Balthazar had steamrolled into, haha, <laughs> pun intended, um, <laughs> was here. Yeah. Um, well, Balthazar will will say, uh, well, that is, that is quite uh, terrifying. These, these otters, uh, were they from some kind of band camp? Or, or, or they were, were they bandits? Well, this is very far away I... for otters to... The the, the the squirrel laughs and says, uh, "No, we would be from a band camp. I, I I don't believe that they are band. Well, I I wouldn't just I wouldn't know. Uh, honestly, I, I don't run any, in with bandits. Do they have any? It's just worrying that uh, some manner of, of otter thugs could be running about so far away from the rivers." Uh, are you not afraid to just sit here and wait? This is quite, it's quite easy to track you. Uh, maybe we should escort you to Willowmoot and uh, come back here. And if Landon makes his way back, uh, we, we can help him. And if he doesn't, we can go from here and try to find him in, uh, in the forest. Side note, I, did you call him Landon? Oh, is that not his name? No, his name is Lutzen, but I love the idea Lutzen. that it's also called Landon, like Landon, Landon Town. <laughs> <laughs> Landon. That his yes. name was Landon. Um, uh, to this, um, Chipper replies, Oh, well, uh, perhaps perhaps I'll stay here as I'm one of the larger, and the, the coal tits will travel with you. You'll take them to Willowmoot, and I will stay here in case uh, uh, Lutzen returns uh, to tell him what's happened, that we've been also double rescued. Good fortune for us. I think... Pip would chime in here and be like, oh, you sounds like you've been through such a terrible, terrible ordeal, though. Why don't you go with Balthazar, and I'll stay here and wait for Lutzen. Um, to which uh, uh, the, the scroll pauses and goes, oh, but your bandaged wing. Are, are you hurt, too? Has This must be such a brave night to have rescued all of us this day. Surely I am it's best if brave. I stay and then and then... Because I, I was oh. relatively unharmed in the kidnapping, you see. Oh, dear squirrel, don't, don't, don't fret yourself. This is merely, merely a flesh wound. Nothing to worry about. I'm, I'm quite well. Uh, and Pipistrel has incredible hearing. If, if anything snuck up here, she would be able to hear it from very far away and hide. Mm-hmm. I'm very good at staying out of trouble. And she winks. <laughs> um, and, uh... The... Well, I don't know about that, Pipistrel, but <laughs> you, are very... <laughs> you are very cunning. <laughs> Thank you, Balthy. <laughs> um, the, the squirrel gives a little look 
towards the um, the the coal tits, um, and the scroll says, oh, "Well, what do you think, uh, my friends?" And the the coal tits go, "Oh well, well, I would like to be somewhere safe, please. Oh, it is so lonely out here. We try to go <laughs> oh, to Willamoot, but we shall go there now." I need to get these singing birds away from me. <laughs> I love it. Ba- Balthazar, meanwhile, is just like very like taken. Well, what? Well, this would be a very fun travel, I believe, with such wonderful singers. <laughs> well, uh, how about we do the best of both? I, uh, a chipper, is speaking, by the way. I will stay mm-hmm. here with the pastrel, and the cold tits will be escorted to Willamette, where they'll be safe. Hmm. Um, Balthazar considers this, uh, and says, Well, you did offer Pipistrel, but, uh, do you think you'll be, uh, would that arrangement be fine with you? I, I wouldn't want to leave you here if you feel like you'd, you'd rather have me by your side. I, after all, I, I am supposed to protect you on our journey, so if you, sh- should you, um, momentarily discharge me of that duty to escort these fine bird folk. I, I could certainly do that. I, sort of, I think Pip would consider Balthazar for a minute because uh, like I think in truth she doesn't she wouldn't want to be left alone without Balthazar but given the situation I think she would say well you know this is very important Balthy and we can't leave these uh these dear folk out here alone after such a traumatic experience and i'm sh- I, you know the the route back to willow moot won't be nearly as meandering as the route we took here so i'm sure you'll be it back was there. very meandering this is, it was it was very, very odd drive uh, I, exactly. I i'm coming up with the word driving now i don't know what it means but it feels fitting for a car it does i think you clearly you understand this machine far better than the rest of us uh, my dear I friend, have a but... connection with it after I let to the oil. Exactly. <laughs> You've God. made a blood bond. <laughs> <laughs> He's having an out-of-body experience. <laughs> um, uh, but this, Balthazar, this is very, I suppose this is very important, but, uh, but one of us must wait for this rat to come back, and I will hear him coming a long way off, I'm sure. And uh, um, you'd be able to, to tell Lutzen about uh, Grumble and how uh, she wishes that he would come back. Uh, uh, and I suppose I can, uh, returning to Willowmoot, I can uh, fill her in, uh, tell her about this terrifying ordeal that these, these folk were through, and uh, and report that you are waiting for Lutzen. And um, let's agree that if Lutzen comes back, you will head straight to the road up to Willowmoot, and I will follow that road as well, and should we, uh, um, sh- should he come back and you're traveling to Willowmoot, before I make it back here, we will very likely find each other. Exactly. I think that's a, that's a wonderful plan, and, uh, I'm sure we shan't be parted for too long. Indeed. I mean, well, it's actually quite a walk to Willowmoot, so it's gonna be a good several hours, but I'll be back, yes. Well, precisely. It it shan't it shan't be weeks or days or months. It'll it'll just be it'll be hours at least. Um, but yes, I think that's probably the most sensible course of action. Uh, Balthazar nods enthusiastically because he's happy to help these poor traumatized birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And it's a nightly thing to do. 
So Balthazar starts to escort the three cold tits back to Willamoot. And Pepistrel remains with Chipper to wait for Lutzen. Uh, we will start with... Who would like to go first? Because we're splitting the party. Ooh. I feel like Balthazar's might be a little bit more... I don't know, mundane? I don't know. I don't know what Chipper's up to. Mm. But I feel like... Because Balthazar's going to go to the road and walk like up the road and uh, ask the cultists to sing and sing with them. Mm. Oh, oh, no, I'm missing that. God like a, a I feel kind like we're of barber quartet, quartet yeah. of a toad and three cultists. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna go with uh, with Balthazar first. So, uh, Balthazar, you, you strike out back uh, along the trail towards the path. Um, and uh, it's going to be maybe like a, an hour going through the wilderness before you get back to the road. Um, or... No, no, it's maybe like 20 minutes. Not that far. Because you have to go east towards the road and then up the road from um, towards yeah. Willamoot. So you're, you're walking along, you kind of you disappear into the into the brush, and the cold tits are politely bobbing along on the ground with you, hopping along, um, uh, instead of flying off. Um, he appreciates this. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to say, Well, my good fellows, I don't believe we've had uh, many... Uh, uh, traveling troops through where I was stationed or living previously. Uh, if you're singers, how about we sing a song together to, to make the journey a little easier for us? Oh, that would be wonderful. What kind of song would you like to sing? Uh, both and this is, um, they seem very good, well, good at harmonizing, but this is the, the, the cultit uh, meadow song. Okay. Uh, are like, thinks a bit, and he says, um, Toad music is very distinct. Uh, how about you sing the songs for your performances? And I'll, uh, and he kind of, like, smiles and says, Improvise! Oh, dear. <laughs> um, yes. Hey, he's so beatboxed before, right? <laughs> so that's what he's gonna be doing. He's gonna yes. be, like, croakboxing. Croak Beat croaking. So, there's this sort of... I want you to do... Describe how you're beatboxing to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's just going... So he's going to move his... Or rather, okay, rather than beatboxing, like as they're going to be harmonizing and trilling, he's mm. going to move his satchel around so he has his armor a little bit like a drum. Mm. And he's going to be using that as a drum and using like his uh, croaking as an additional like rhythmic uh, oh. percussion thing. The old oh. drum kit. Yeah. Um, I would say make a willpower roll. I feel like you're just very passionately going into this. Uh, do I still have a diminished dice because of the tar? Yes. Specifically oh. for singing and for croaking and stuff like that. Oh, no! Like, I... No, I did it, though! Oh, okay. <sighs> <sighs> you rolled a five, which is a success. You are very happily beatboxing away and and slapping you're enjoying the tunes they're singing about uh they're singing um i'm gonna say you recognize them as river shanties um oh. uh for for sailing on boats and for keeping time uh you've seen these on boats on Loch Katrine, uh where birds sit in the the equivalent of like the the <laughs> actually no it's called the crow's nest because on the biggest ships that's where the crow sits 
Yeah. Oh my god, um, yes. So in the bird's nest, uh, on the top of ships, keeping track and directing people, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where land is and directions and reading maps and stuff like that. And also for rowers, because you can't reliably sail on a lock, not like you no. can, as you've heard, on the ocean. So they have rowers, and so they, they maintain tunes and songs that the rowers sing. Well, um, so, uh, Balthazar will actually be, like, quite taken by this, and when we finish the song, uh, he will say, um, Look, I, I have heard uh, songs like that before, for uh, the, the sailors on Loch Katrine. Are you, uh, perhaps yourselves from that area, or, or from uh, s- some other sailing community? Okay, make, um, a... A willpower roll as well. This is just how how chatty you are. Oh. Hey, I'm successfully chatty. Yeah. Barely, but I am. Mm. So the the, the coal tits, Mero, uh, uh, Merry Sweet and Meadow Song and, and, and Cry all kind of look at each other and uh, Cry responds, Well, uh, 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 yes, we're from the area. Uh, we, oh, we you do can love. talk normally. I thought you could only sing. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> We were putting on a, a performance for you. Uh, we, we like to endure the persona of the, the arts. Um, no, no need for a persona here. We can all speak very frankly. We, we're fast friends by now. Well, you never know who is a, a potential client. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, and Mary Sweet picks up and says... Well, I prefer to harmonize when I sing, for my voice is the most beautiful of the troop. And you see that uh, uh, Meadow Song and Cryer kind of roll their little black beady eyes at this. <laughs> um, Meadow Song picks up and says, Well, uh, uh, yes, we're from Loch Katrine, uh, but we uh, are very good at picking up songs of all areas. Uh, yes. So why don't we stick with a little little ditties from from the lock? Uh, I'm sure those are the ones that we have best practiced. Well, I would very much like that. Um, and uh, he's not gonna, you know, read into that at all. If there's anything to be read into, such as <laughs> we're from Lock Katrine, the otters is where Lock Katrine was. Oh, who knows? I, I love know. it. I actually, I'm gonna say you walk for several hours. Um, and you you get towards you kind of you get to the point where you could see Willowmoot, like the tree is approaching on the horizon. It's maybe an, another half hour away, and you've been happily singing and drumming, and you've been doing all sorts of sea shanties. And I'm going to say you've seen some creatures pass you on the road as well. Have been very happy. Um, uh, you see the same otter from yesterday trudging past um, on the way back to Willowmoot, um, oh. and seems to kind of mm. get the the drum in his step um, and gives you a curious look but doesn't not as long and as drawn out as the one yesterday mm-hmm. as he passes um, and well, uh, Balthazar inclines his head and like tips his voter hat because he still thinks that the otter just really likes his hat Oh! And <laughs> um, the um, you notice the otter giving a little smile as he kind of walks away which you entirely attribute to the voter hat um because he must adore it, and it's not because there's a, like a traveling troupe of, of musicians just jamming on the way. No, it's the hat. It's the like, hat. Come on. The music's nice, but come on, it's the hat. Like, have you seen this hat? Yeah. Um, and it is as you get to Willamute that um, you notice that uh, Cryer has kind of 
maybe like five minutes in, Cryer's gonna stop singing. You can you turn around, you notice the others are starting to peter out, and they're hopping a little further away from you. Not not away, but like they're a little bit mm-hmm. more distant. As you've been drawing uh, along. Yeah, well Balthazar are kind of like like slows down a little bit, assuming that he's just his strong toed feet are are just uh, uh too vigorous for these flying creatures. Um, and he's going to say, uh, What is it, my fellows? We're, we're approaching Willowmoot. Uh, look, you can already see uh, part of the Willow itself. It was burned down, you see. It's quite a sorrowful sight, but uh, the uh, perseverance of the rest of the town is, is very impressive. I, I imagine if we entered with a, a song uh, uh, on our, um, in the air and a spring in her step, you were to make quite the impression. I feel the people there could really use uh, uh, that kind of joyful music that you can make. Uh, mm. And when Shepard uh, joins and, you, why, you would have a wonderful show. Meadow Song kind of uh, gets a little closer, the others stay a bit more distant, and says, oh, uh, well, we're just so nervous to perform without our wonderful leader, Chipper. Uh, why don't we uh, s- stay out here on the outside of town and uh, wait a-, a while in case they return? I'm sure, I'm so sure that uh, uh, Lutzen must have found them by now. Well, but in that case, uh, we can go and tell Grimble that uh, uh, we'll soon find uh, Lutzen, hopefully. And and besides, look at this wonderful show that we've put on so far. I'm sure Chipper is very talented, but let's be real, this has been pretty good. <laughs> oh, hubris should definitely be a new skill of yours. Um, 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 uh... Meadow Song looks down, a little dejected. Well, image is always so important when uh, making a first appearance, and I wouldn't want to do it without a chipper in case it seemed that we had abandoned them, or or or, or a chipper wasn't as important. We're a group of four, you see. Well, well, we're a group of four right now. Besides, there's something to be said about a dramatic entrance. I'm sure if a chipper appears amidst your performances, it will make quite the impression. Come along now, there's no need to tarry, and I am quite uh, tired and, and hungry. Maybe we'd be able to find something good to eat in Wollongwood. Um, and Cryer uh, uh, actually does take a couple hops forward when you mention food. And you notice that uh, Merry Sweet hops forward once, and then Cryer uh, looks back. And they then both glance at at uh, Meadow Song, mm. and there's a pause. What is it, my friends? Uh, uh, well, well, I mean, you're, please camp with us and keep us safe. But we, we really don't want to enter Willowmoot without our friend Chipper. It would be uh, a terrible, absolutely terrible. You know, as performers. Well, but. We live and die by this trade, you know. Die? What do you do during your performances? Well, if we aren't good, if we don't uh, uh, maintain a good image, we could starve. No one would would feed us. Um, Both of us are just kind of like blinking because he doesn't know the trials and tribulations of the life of an actor. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Who does? uh, Who could understand my stuff? Who truly does? Uh, the Hollywoods that they come from are a different life than the one he knows. Uh, he 
I think he, he's just kind of like he just kind no. He <laughs> looks over at Willowmu and kind of back at them and says, "But but we're so very close. We have a room in the um the uh, bent branch, and I'm sure we could uh, find a." Uh, whatever place uh, or a suitable, comfortable place for you to sleep in. And besides, you said that um, there's a uh, that persona that you put up. Well, perhaps for this evening you could you could let that mask rest and and be yourselves <laughs> in Willowmoot before anybody else. Uh, before you begin your uh, uh, re uh, rekindle that life of a troop. I mean, it sounds like you've been through quite a lot. Uh, I feel like you have to rest a little bit. Oh, well, rest would be wonderful. Please, uh, could you point out where this this bent branch is? It's such a strange place. We need to orientate ourselves. This is a, a meadow song. Ah, uh, well, I mean, it's... Well, because he'd like... It was like on the healthy side of the willow, right? He'd just mm. like say... Well, he'd kind of describe where it is and say, there's a hedgehog innkeeper and mm. a bunch of other things and say... Well, we can. I can just take you there. It's just now. I'm gonna it's say it's just a short walk away. That the three birds are gonna try and fly away from you as fast as they can. Mother. Meadow song is Mother. close enough. I feel like you're being cautious enough. Oh, I describe it. That it's not like a. Oh, it's just over there. You turn around and they're gone. So like yeah. Meadows, let's. What would you want to try and do when Meadow song tries to fly away from you? Like there's like a flap. You you. Feel the brush of the air as Medosong draws their wings back and starts to uh-huh. try and like flap away because you know tits are quite flappy birds. Mm. I feel uh, like okay, toads. The way that they quote unquote hunt is mm-hmm. very movement oriented. Oh my god! So I feel like he has a very fast reflex when he needs to. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's just like, and you know, he's like a knight. And he is trained, and there's just that moment, and they've been kind of weird. Like, he has been picking up on the fact that they're acting really, really weird. He doesn't understand why. Uh, But he makes a very, very split connection of, like, they are running away. They strung us along. Oh my god, Pip? Like, what is just Chip? Live and die by the acting? They're gonna (laughs) kill Pip! Ah! And just his hat, like, I feel, um... He's going to, uh, I I feel like he's just kind of gonna use his, <laughs> just use his tongue, <laughs> uh, just the. Well, you could. I feel the... like that you could like try and grab like a leg or something. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna mlem the just pure instinct mlem mm. the the creature. Okay, I'm gonna say that's a vigor roll. Okay. Um, and it's contested. I can do this. Um, it's contested against um, Meadow Song's <laughs> role to see who does uh, what. Do you want to go first? Blang! Five on a D8. No! I'm going to say that, like, the realization that you've been duped, suddenly it comes to you and the tongue flashes out. How determined are you to ha- to hold on to this uh, to, to Meadow Song? Very determined because uh, this is vi- this is not chivalrous of them. Mm. I'm just trying to find they the are right. liars. 
music? Is it this track? They're liars and crooks and cowards. Oh, and that's not it. Hang on. I wanted to get this one. Yes. This is a bit more sinister. You last hung out. I'm going to say that, like, you are, like, almost... It feels like it's almost pulled out of your head. Um, you take a vigor damage, but you yeah. are, like, you kind of you're pulled along with the, the force of this bird fleeing. Um, you kind of collapse onto the ground, but your tongue is firmly round the um, leg. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say that, um, as opposed to just letting the bird get away, this is kind of like your undaunted trait kind of coming in. Uh, that just okay. kind, of like slap, kind of slaps and grabs. Um, yeah. And um, as Meadowsong feels their leg is grabbed, they just say, go, go! And um, Merry Sweet and Cryer disappear into the now descending dusk. It's kind of like, it's maybe like five, six. So like the sun is kind of hanging low in the afternoon. It's golden hour and they fly off distinctly back in the direction that you have come from. Uh, Balthazar... Um, and then, like, Medicine says, yes. go, go! And then Medicine slaps into the ground. And that's sort of, huh! As you kind of, like, because of the weight yeah. of thinking you know, about smacking a bird down, it'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Um, Balthazar's gonna... Uh, he saw, I feel the reason the complication was because he still had, like, a slightly oily... It oh, comes God. back to him Maybe licking that's, oil again. that's why it worked, because you had the sticky oil on your tongue. Oh, Okay. Uh, so I thought that was like, yeah. Um, so he's gonna slam, what was the name? Meadow? Meadow Song. Meadow Song. Like, br bring Meadow Song down. Yeah. Um, uh, and like, replace the sticky tongue for just his hand, like, on mm -hmm. the, uh, on the leg. And, uh, look down at, uh, Meadow Song, um, uh, ver like, his, I feel like if the sun is slightly setting, Toads have like golden eyes, but mm. now they're kind of have this orange glow to them because mm. of the glare of the sun as he's standing over this creature. Well, I kind um, of like the idea that actually your face is in really dark shadow. Because but the, the sun's eyes are. Back. Oh, okay. But the eyes are like reflective. Yeah. Like, Ooh, they, like you've got like, this golden glints <laughs> of eyes and the rest of your face is shadow. Yeah. Um, uh, and. Uh, he because he, he already has a real like he kind of you know is just like oh this is what's happening mm. and he's gonna as he's standing over uh Meru-sung, he says uh 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 actors are you it seems you are liars crooks and cowards what is the, what are you doing um just asking how stressed is balthazar because i think he said he was feeling a lot of panic um, I don't think he's, he's not, I think he's very much, like, down, like, down to business. Mm, okay. He, he's a strict knight. I don't think he's going to be stress-toxing. Mm, that was uh, what I was hinting at. Yeah, no, depending on what Meadow Song says, like, mm. we're going to gut your bat friend, then he'll uh, start yeah. stressing. But right now, he's just um, righteously, so I, like... Yeah, so you've got, like, I'm going to say you've got two hands on the legs of, of Meadow Song. So Meadow Song's able to kind of, like, flap, but it's feeble because you've got an eye, a vice grip, and there's no way that a, a, a cultic could fly off with a toad. Yeah. Um. So Meadow Song is like, get off me! Get off me! 
and is kind of struggling. So that's what, uh, well, that's what's underneath that act, is it? Of course it is. Who sings like that? Well, I thought it was very nice. Well, more's the fool you. Get off me, you fat lug. You uh, bloated logwort. I don't know what any of these things you're saying are. <laughs> Curse you. <laughs> uh, he uh, keeps his uh, grasp firm on this leg um, and says, uh, My friend Pipistra, she, sa- she stayed with this leader of yours. And now your, your fellows are going back? What is your plan? What are you doing? Well, obviously we took the bloody thing. What else would we be doing? My otters couldn't fit in there. No, of course not. God, Chip is such an idiot. Uh, get and is now just struggling. Like realizes that uh, they're telling you things that they don't want to be telling you, and just keeps trying to struggle. Um, I'm gonna say make a, a contested check. It's tr- they're trying to struggle loose of you. So what? How would you want to try and hold on to them? Uh, he is, I think he wants to intimidate this creature and he's going to kind of take off one hand from their leg Mm -hmm. and reach for his hammer. Ooh, okay. Um, roll willpower then. Have you got any any skills you could tag? Uh, not really for this, because, okay. uh, and it's taking care of equipment. Yeah. I'll well, show you how uh, to take care of equipment! <laughs> mm, after I crush your skull. Okay, uh, yes. yeah, roll, roll work power. So not really. For appealing to emotions. <gasps> Ooh, a six on a d10 definitely beats a three on a d6. And you, you kind of, you release one hand, you're still able to just very comfortably hold this very light and airy bird, and grab your hammer, and there's just like a as you kind of, like, thud it onto the dirt of the road. Yeah, right next, like, yeah, yeah. And then Meadow Song goes very still. And it's sort of just looking at you with kind of wide, like, small but wide dark eyes. Uh, and Balthazar says, um, You heard what I said to Pipistrel back there. It is my duty to protect her. What are you planning? Well, so long as she doesn't get in the way, I don't think she'll be in any harm's way. Uh, Balthazar kind of continues looking, because this is a kind of like a no answer, and says, Well, you said this Lutzen was with you. What happened to him? Well, it's true. He went off to go fix the thing. Clearly thought our little traveling troop was in desperate need of help. Oh, no. Stop that! I don't like this. these lies coming out of your beak. Well, a minute. And I, have, and I can have a pretty short temper, he says, like, jamming the hammer down again. Mm, and the, 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 the cultid is a little more, like, shies away from it. One leg kind of, like, feebly scratching at the dirt. And, and they go, well, uh... The minute that beetle's fixed, we're off. Only thing they've got to deal with is, well, guess that that bat and that rat. And I think Uh, on that point, 
we'd fade scene. Yes. Sort of like the, oh, well, if they don't get in the way, and then there's sort of like the, the camera lifts up. Um, now, the question is, it's three o'clock. Do we want to keep playing? Because we're starved of Beast Fable content. Uh, I mean, I'd be... I'd be fine to, like, resolve whatever mm. Pip's scene is and then mm -hmm. kind of end it there, maybe? Well, I feel like Pip's scene wouldn't necessarily revolt. I think it's going to go at least for another hour. So maybe with just a dramatic finish for today's episode. That, yeah, I suppose it could be like, unless they get in the way. And Balthazar yeah. just, like, looks in the oh. direction, looking at the fleeting shadows mm. of the tits in the, the cold tits... <laughs> In the distance. <laughs> At the birds in the distance. <laughs> I, for a moment, the English language no, no, uh, no, lied no. to me. Let's, um, let's be real. Tits is still the appropriate term here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> looking at the, the shapes of the flitting birds in the distance. And uh, may maybe at that point, a bead of that toxic... Starts uh, to well sweat. Yeah. Um, as I'm gonna he's say... not worried about Pip. Like, if it was a TV show and we were using cameras, like, the doesn't get in the way, we'd pan back to, like, um, like a little scene of, like, uh, Pipistrelle fiddling with something in her pack, and then mm -hmm. just uh, the squirrel Chipper sitting on the, the machine, scowling down at Pipistrelle. Mm -hmm. Like, all of the lovely, fresh, oh, ah, like, gone. <laughs> like, death glare. And then we'd oh, like cut no. the episode. Oh my god! Oh, uh, really, so I really wish I left my boon for. Well, <laughs> it's the end of a scene because oh, you found okay. you tracked. So we're going to do review. So, how did you guys feel? You acted your um your your prompt your your fortune that you chose was doubt begets doubt. Uh, which was the uh, scene, uh, the, the theme of work. Um, ah. So work is sloth and um, diligence. The, the two sides of, of work. Hmm. I I mean, I feel like um, Balthazar was diligent because mm. he's just like, oh, these poor folk, well, I'll... Bring them back. Are you fine with that pivotal? All right, let's sing on our way. Like, mm. I mean, he he reacted like obviously not mega virtuously at the end, but he's like, an, he's a knight, right? Like, he's about upholding these values, so he can get pretty aggressive about it. Well, but I feel like was... virtuous doesn't mean being a goody two shoes. I still yeah, think yeah. that your your goal of attending, cooperating, sharing, supporting those are still upheld by intimidating Meadow Song. To yeah. keep Pipistrelle safe or to find out what's going on. So I feel like, yeah, you were virtuous. I'm going to say that all the way throughout, you were diligent, you worked very hard, and you kept your skills um, on fleek. Kids still say that. <laughs> so I'm going to say, if you want to, you can stay virtuous and you can get your point back. Yes, please, I need to help Pipistrelle. Mm. And Pipistrelle, um, mm. how did you feel you were today? What did you, how did Pipistrelle get up to? In the uh, grand scheme of things. Oh, I think. Oh, this is kind of a tricky one because I feel like. Again, Pipistrol is definitely kind of a flip floppy between uh, between Vice and between 
uh, between neutral. I think I could make an argument that I have remained neutral, even though I was like uh, kind of very skeptical of this uh, traveling troop of birds and squirrel uh, being ambushed by otters. Um, I don't know because I, I I still I still suggested like well. You know, when when Chipper looked hurt, I was like, okay, right, well, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, we'll escort mm. you back to, to Willow Moot and, you know, I'll stay here and I'll, you know, I'll wait because, you know, that's that's the right thing to do. I feel like I feel like I could I could make an argument for having reinforced my neutral bearing. I'd uh, agree. By not, by not, like by not worked, getting into... You worked diligently to find the card. I'd yeah. agree that you were neutral in your approach of how you handled the the situation with like taking all the information before you really make decisions and kind of striking mm. a balance with the uh the the traveling troop but i also mm -hmm. think you're a little bit greedy at the beginning of the session when you're like oats food now oh, yeah, that's that's true that's true <laughs> so you kind of you did everything you needed to do in the, in the moment to make things work which i feel is the purpose of neutral mm. so your boon for neutral is you get to ask one question of the narrator, who is me, um, about the consequences How of an action. How easy is Chipper to kill? <laughs> How do you bury a squirrel? <laughs> the consequences. You've got a phrase that is sort of like, oh, if I were to attack Chipper, would I be able to beat her up? <laughs> yeah. If I tried to bury... Yeah. <laughs> so you got to ask the kind of consequences. We have a, little, a short discussion about that. And so you can use that once. And that's about the consequences in relation to your action. Because it's a representation mm -hmm. of your neutral bearing. Meaning you take more information in. You kind of you give things a digest. Hooray. And I'm going to say, Balthazar, as a reminder, you don't have to be in a scene to be able to use your help other point. Because you can yes. phrase it as, oh, I totally taught uh pip this self-defense movement and it was cool yeah kickflip yeah. yeah 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 absolutely Thank you. yeah so we don't get to do an odok fact this week because you guys no. aren't together oh no but i think <gasps> it's time to learn a new skill i think you guys should know yes! some new skills so what new skills do you think you've picked up on your way because pipistral i'd say i want to keep guys on an, an even level Mm -hmm. Pipistrel, you've got two new skills to kind of put into a, a, a desired job that you're working towards, and then uh, uh, our good friend Balthazar has won. Mm. Yeah, because of Bug Whisper. Bug Whisper. Uh, let me. Bugs. For bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, really, I really want a new job so I can start using uh, Softly Spoken, because that would be very helpful in a lot of things that I keep doing. Um, oh, gosh. What, what you can always use Softly Spoken. Oh, am I, am I allowed to use it, even though it's not? It's like in your a full features. Job yet? Features are separate. You've got training, which ah. is a job you're getting towards. These features, so flight, which is marked with an X until you get rid of your in injured wing, um, mm -hmm. like these are individual things outside of a job that you have. So, like if you look at Balthazar's sheet, uh, uh, he has the features: uh, a skill, stress toxins, skill, amphibious, and floor, moisture sensitive. Mm, okay, that's true. Okay, well in that case, then let me think. Skills that I could use. Uh, I feel like I've been a, uh, by just like you know, you know, by natural design having decent ears. I feel like I've been able to navigate us reasonably well on mm. the ground, despite the fact that I'm a flying creature and I'm most and very used to doing things by the, by the air. So could I have something kind of, um, along the lines of, uh, sort of able to get one's bearings 
I don't know how else orientate. to Orientate. Orientate. That's it. I like that. I would say orientate is a skill you have. I can Echo-orientation. Echo- <laughs> Uh, how do I? Okay, now I need to remember how to spell orientation. I put it in there, I think. Oh, did you? Oh, hang on. Oh, yes, you did. Orientate. All right. Except I didn't spell it right. Hey, I'm pulling a blank a little bit on the. I Balthazar. feel like he's being intimidating. Mm. Is ah, something that you've yeah. done a couple times really well with the out the owl fight, and then with this, yeah. yeah. Intimidation. This little this little round boy is hard as nails. Mm. Yeah. He's French, like, he can I'm be gonna say he's angle, French. I was like, I don't, think, I don't think the no, French I, are, like, their specifically gonna, their thing is they're intimidating. <laughs> I was gonna start with he is French-shaped or faux-shaped, and then I remembered angle and demon. It can be your angle or your demon. So that's what he is. <laughs> the one I always thought Oh, like, oh, angle, oh that actually be a second. <laughs> I was like, how is he an angle? He's very... He's round. I no, could be your BF, or your, your GF, or your BF. Your good friend or your <laughs> bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, intimidation. Um, what second skill do you think you'd have, Pipistrel? So uh, these these skills in your training you don't get to use until you finish getting a third skill. Then you invent a trait in the floor and you add it as a job. Cool. Uh, in that case, then let me think other skills that I made. something you've learned in your. Six episodes, guys. Six mm. episodes. Uh, my God. Uh, what have I? What could I have learned? Mm. Uh, um, I definitely haven't learned how to be patient because I'm still very impatient. Oh my God! Uh, Someone's commented, "You're making me sweaty. You won't like me when I'm sweaty." <laughs> <laughs> yes. General life moods. If anyone ever makes me sweaty, you're gonna regret it. Oh my mm-hmm. god, hell yeah. Um, I feel there's something... I don't know, I feel like just with the situations that we've been in and the people that we've met, could I... I know I don't always do it right, but I think there's something something kind of persons, sort of people-oriented. Maybe like charming? Yeah, like I, I think I can, I think sort of Pip is quite good at maybe, like, getting information out of people just by being needling. Kind of like, yeah, hounding a little bit. Like, sort of, well, maybe not, maybe not hounding, <laughs> but sort of being like, "Oh, look at me! I'm such a sweet little bat!" And he, oh, you know, here's my friend, and isn't he charming? Maybe like, unassuming. Actually, un- unassuming is a good way of putting it. So, like, you, you don't sort of realize how much you've said until you've said it, and then she's and she's like, "Ha ha! Mm. I have gotten the information that I needed." I'm gonna say unassuming presence. Unassuming presence, yes, I like that. Which pairs well with your like like softly spoken vibes. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Well, we've got some new stuff. I'm also gonna say a little note. You've got your nettle dust, poultice, bandages, sleeping sack, full map, one bag of trail mix, which means you're at your maximum carried items. Ooh, so I am. You got stuff. And then got um stuff. Our, our little toady boy has got armor, a smaller map, um, and the broken gear. Mm. Yeah, there's a pauldron. Yes, so... Um, good game, guys. This is fun. Yeah, this is a, this is a nice uh, I would, I would, There was a point when uh, when we were kind of going in circles. I'm just like, like, what? What's going on? Like, come on. 
Uh, but then when we got to the actual, these uh, gosh dang actors, mm-hmm. um, uh, the instant suspicion, and mm. it was so shady, but Malthazar is too pure. Until you make him mad and sweaty, then he's not pure. Uh, but I, the notes yeah, I had down, because I had a different scenario for tracking down the, the thing for each one. The one I had for Doubt Begets Doubt is going in circles. Oh. So that sort of, that was what you were going to be doubting is like, are we actually going the right way? Like, this doesn't make sense. I mean, we're going <laughs> yeah. the right way, but the way was just silly. Bonkers yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, but that does make sense. That really checks out with the, um... see, I thought the Doubt Begets Doubt um, uh, it, it refers to the, these thieves themselves like that they a little bit as well a little bit yeah it's it's i like that these fortunes are very they make you think on lots of different levels they really do they really do um yeah i really i really enjoyed that i'm excited for next week oh god i'm really worried now she's gonna get shimmed by a squirrel i don't have i don't have my weapon anymore because i lost it um in the fight with the owl oh you did I don't. I have no weapon, and I'm like, I have nothing to defend myself Fisty with. cuffs. I have my letter opener. I can stab the scroll. Oh, with I mean, that's kind of that's kind of sick. Bond knife. You gonna shiv me? Um, I'm gonna shiv you. Ugh. I will shiv you right back. Although to be fair, she has got very very pointy. Like she's got, you know, she has proper little scritchy scratches. Um, mm. And so fangs. Like, and fang- yeah, it turns out she's actually a blood-sucking bat. She was adopted into a family of... <laughs> oh, she never knew! <laughs> this is how her just... taste for flesh has awoken. The bloodlust! I'm <laughs> secretly a vampire bat. <laughs> ah! Okay. Um, well, I think it's yeah. gonna... We'll reintroduce ourselves for folks who weren't at the very beginning of the stream. Mm-hmm. Ver can say their amazing news. Again, for people who weren't at the beginning I... of the stream. Please brag, I please brag, please brag. I love brag. Oh, so okay, I will. Oh, am I am I on now? Okay. No, wait. No, no hang on. And then and then and then we'll uh, we'll say yeah. we'll say goodbye. That's what I was gonna say. Anyway, hello. I'm Brian. I use he/him pronouns. I run Dungeons on a Dime, which is a publishing imprint for entry level role playing content. I wrote this system we're using, Adventures on a Dime, and it has a character sheet on Roll Twenty, who are our sponsors. Definitely ticking that sponsored tick box. You can go to Roll Twenty in the link in our bio, where you can find all of the cool things we're using on Roll Twenty. We've got dice you can roll, you've got skills you can enter, you've got boxes to tick, all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, yeah, it's really great. I'm very proud of it. I'm going to be making new content for Adventures on a Dime on my Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash DOAD for Dungeons on a Dime. Um, And it's just going to be real fun. So new items, new stuff, uh, things. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Uh, I also do maps and minis, and I work with cool artists. It's just a bunch of fun. Um, yes. Now, on to the who will introduce themselves and tell us their awesome news. Uh, indeed. I have been Ver. Uh, you, I'm a comic artist and illustrator. You can find me on social media. Uh, on Twitter at Verface. On Tumblr at Sticks and Sharks. And you can also find me on Patreon at uh, Verface. Uh... As for the news that I had at the beginning uh, of the game, uh, it pertains to last week. Uh, we had to skip last week, so uh, it's a little belated. But I had um, 
Uh, my issue of Jim Henson's The Storyteller uh, was published last Wednesday. Um, perhaps you can still obtain it in your local comic store. Uh, I, uh, it's kind of cool to have something out on shelves. Um, and if you would uh, like to read a story about it pertaining to Slavic mythos and uh, ghosts, as this year's um, theme of the uh, Storyteller comics are ghost-themed, uh, you can check it out. Uh, and uh, coming back to uh, game things, uh, Brian, thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited and very scared for the next session. Mm. And I hope I will be able to put my uh, virtuous boon to good use because I don't want anything to happen to good old Pip. Get ready for oh. some Pip content. Speaking of Pip, we have Atlanta. Please reintroduce yourself and say hi. Uh, hello. I am, again, that strange fleshy beast called Atlanta who occasionally does art. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Alpaca Scribbles. Sorry, alpaca underscore scribbles. You can find me on Twitter uh, at alpaca scribbles. Also on Patreon at alpaca scribbles, where I am posting more doodles of these two. Uh, not that I uh, don't want to plug stuff uh, too much, but like I am also like uh, you know available for commissions and stuff right now because I am not very busy uh, and I need to pay bills. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, Brian, thank you so much again for this wonderful game. Thank you for uh, like. You know, it's, we picked it up, I think, really well from last week having missed a week. But it was, this is fun, and I'm excited, and I'm also I'm I'm I'm, I'm scur I'm scur for my for my, my little my little pip. I'm also, scur. Um, scur. if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> we've got a live show on a weekend coming up soon. Oh, oh we do yeah, on the 22nd, don't we? we yeah. 22nd of August. So 22nd of August. You went 19th and then 22nd. The, 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 um, uh, UK Games Expo has a virtual convention called Virch the Expo, which is replacing mm -hmm. their, um, uh, regular physical one because, I mean, I don't know if there's a thing you heard about, it's called COVID, but yeah, they're doing an online convention and we have a, uh, live game panel, uh, as part of that convention. So come along and give us a watch, give us a talk. It's going to be regular Beast Fables, but on a Saturday, not on a, um... So not regular, really. Yeah. It's a Saturday. Oh, yeah, we could even do a little catch-up, because we could do Wednesday 19th, and then we could do Saturday 22nd for some yeah. quick-fire quick Beast Fables content. It is, it's not going to be as long, though, right? No, it's only going to be um, like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we got, man, we, we're going to need to trim some of the fluff that we really <laughs> love to get into and keep ourselves... Uh... <laughs> Oh, we'll just do a death gauntlet. We'll do a death gauntlet. We'll be fine. <laughs> oh, Lord! <laughs> Fight to the death now! <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's quite exciting. Yes. And I did forget. Honestly, time is such a concept at this point. It, like, it's not real. It is not. No, no. time is not real anymore. Oh. Well, thank you for joining us today, guys. I hope you have a fantastic rest of the day. And uh, we will catch you on Wednesday 19th. Uh, and see you soon. Bye for now. Yeah. Goodbye, Bye -bye. everybody. Bye.